Hello and welcome to Famicast 93, your Famicast for the early part of December 2016. I'm your host, Danny Bivens, and today I'm joined, as always, by Mr. James Charlton. Hey, hi, kids. And Ty Sugart. What it do? Exactly. And Cyrus would have loved to be here. Well, who are we kidding? No, he wouldn't have been. <laughs> he wouldn't have. See ya, suckers. Yeah, so... Cyrus decided to kind of flake out on us tonight, the jerk. But we managed to get another very special guest, and uh, I would like to introduce James Winovich. Winovich, Jesus. Winovich, yeah. Winovich, and he's from the ALT Insider Podcast. James Charlton, JC, had uh, <laughs> mentioned him before, and because I think James JC had appeared on your podcast before. Yeah, his his highest highest rated episode. Oh, by far. <laughs> yeah. So. So I like my first words on this show to be Cyrus sucks. <laughs> Never met him. But yeah, it doesn't matter. Good choice. He's Irish. Ah, so, that's even more reason. He can take a joke. I, I just noticed the European-American balance is completely off now. That's good. Because now we're three to one. Good. But it's, like, uh, I can handle it. Anyway. <laughs> Well, we got another uh, fun-filled, exciting show for you guys today. New business, tons of news, a lot of different stuff that's been coming out here recently, and we'll touch on all of that. And then, of course, we have your feedback, and then an extra round of fake or real that Ty has been so kind to get ready yeah. for us. Damn right. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, we're going to spoiler alert: James W. is fake. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, this <laughs> is this is. Cyrus. I said this is weird because this is the second podcast in a row we've had two Jameses, so. We have? Yeah, James Jones. Oh, right, yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. Didn't we? <laughs> sure he feels no, really I, loved. I thought I hallucinated it. Yeah, you might uh, Right, right, right. Yeah, that whole extra hour that was tacked on the, the end of the last episode that no one listened to. Yes. Well, I did. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> we were there. Yeah. Anyway, we're going to go ahead and take a very quick musical break here and get things kicked off with new business. All right, and uh, JW, since you're the special guest on this episode, maybe you should kick off new business for us. So what you been playing, man? I've been playing since I, my, my, my young son now is almost two years old. I don't have a lot of time for gaming as much as I used to. So I've been, what I've been doing mostly is watching people on Twitch, mm-hmm. playing Rocket League for five-minute bursts because it's so great at giving you a five-minute burst of gaming and you get off. And also playing the Skyrim, I don't want to say remake, I don't want to say uh, you know update, but ender all. It's a lot of fun. Check Remaster, it out. That's Remaster. That's the word. Remaster, exactly. For. Yeah, and that's pretty much all I have time for these days. So that's mm-hmm. what I'm doing. So they finally fixed all the bugs, and it's now a flawless game. That's <laughs> one way to put it. <laughs> Do you still get launched into space by giants? That's that's the key thing. I don't think there is giants, but yes. <laughs> what are you playing it on? I'm playing on PC. I think it's the only choice, right? It's a uh... I believe that's the only way to two-play it, but oh. I love Skyrim, Skyrim Freak, like everybody that ever played Skyrim, and Ender is just another way to play. It's like a whole different game. It's not even in the same world. It's just they used the engine and made a whole new game, and it must have taken them 10,000 years to make it because like, it's so well-polished. It's really cool. 
<laughs> oh, I saw that on YouTube. I haven't played it. Yeah, it's 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 worth it. I mean, I wish I had more time, but it's just like another Skyrim. So, I mean, what else do you oh, want? Wait, wait, wait. Slow down, slow down. So this is a mod for Skyrim, but it's a whole that, single player experience, another that, single player it, game. It's like mo- saying mod is like is is uh de- de- don't degrade it. It's like a whole new thing. It's like they took the Skyrim engine and made a new game, basically. So it's it is a, a technically a mod, but hmm. it, it's all new assets for everything. You know, like assets, you know, enemies, cities, towns, voice acting. It's crazy. In wow. the same way that Majora's Mask is a mod, I guess. You could say that. And this is just like fan made and stuff. Totally fan made. Yeah, it's all free, wow. and it's it's really sweet. So Press just like Majora's Mask. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. It's a moon in the sky. Comes down slowly. It's crazy. Okay, going back to Rocket League because that that's something I had played quite a bit when I first came out on PS4, and I had noticed probably about four or five months in that it was getting really hard to find matches to connect to. Are you having any of those problems? Are you getting getting on pretty quickly and being able to find easily be able to play with other people? Yeah, I mean, I I even set it to only you know Asian servers because I'm in Japan, and it I have never a problem no matter what time of day it is. I play on PC though, so I'm sure that has. I mean, the biggest audience is probably PC, I would imagine. Right, and I, I guess like the time when I was playing it too, they didn't have a Japanese release, and I mean, it was just available I think in America and Europe and you know Australia and stuff. But uh, is yeah. the PC PC really the biggest market because it was given away free on PSN Plus? Like, so like I thought every PS4 owner has it. I think this. I mean, I, I, can't, I can't. I wish I had the numbers here, but I, I would imagine it's PC. I mean, because the 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 quality is so much different on PS. It's ridiculous. Right. Yeah, I can't. I'm, I'm, I'm assuming Ty is nodding his head at this point. PC Master Race. Uh, maybe. Are we ta- <laughs> which game are we talking about again? Rocket League. Rock, Rocket League. League of Rockets. Yeah. Uh. Well, the, on the other hand, that's been on sale like so many times, right? Is it I on Xbox as well now? Yes. Yeah, there was oh. a a free week or weekend a while back, and I played a lot of it on Xbox. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Nothing so, makes t- no, no no further commentary on that. I mean, <laughs> it's a it's a fun game. I have a lot of friends who play it, and you know, I've I've dabbled. <laughs> I've dabbled. Nothing, <laughs> nothing makes Ty happier than like a PS4 game coming to Xbox and PC, so he doesn't have to buy a PS4. Right. <laughs> Yeah, but it's it's fun for five minute bursts. I I don't think I can sit there and play for like three hours. I can never do that. But when I have a time to play one game, it is perfect for that. Sure, absolutely. Other than that, that's it. I mean, I watch a lot of speed run. I'm in the speed running. I watch speed runs. I don't play speed runs, but that's how I keep my retro fix going. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's pretty much all I've been doing in gaming. Well, since you're new, um, why did you give us like a brief rundown of your gaming life? Oh, okay. In, in two um, minutes. Yeah. Okay. So <laughs> two minutes. Okay, so watch. <laughs> we had a Nintendo in my house when I was a kid. My, I watched my dad play Metroid and stuff, and I was I was too young to play at that point. I mean, I tried to play, but obviously Metroid's pretty tough. So yeah, I, I just watched him play, and like I don't know if he knew how to play, but I remember like oh he's awesome. But I figured out later that he wasn't. Um, then I you know got old enough <laughs> to play myself. You know, started went up. I went the Nintendo route, so Nintendo, Super Nintendo, GameCube. I went all that way. Sega sucked and all that crap. Um, and I still have everything. I never missed a system, so. I have the Wii, have the Wii U, and I definitely will get the Switch. So I'm a Nintendo fanboy at heart. Um, oh, so you never bought any other consoles? Do you just PC and Nintendo? Pretty much. I'm trying to think. I mean, I had a no. I don't think I my. I have no. I have a PSP now. I got. I can't. I got to lie about that. I do have a PSP now. <laughs> so I, I crossed over for that. I would lie about that. 
<laughs> it wasn't my choice, actually. My wife had one and wanted to play games together, but we don't do that, so that was a waste of money. But <laughs> other than that, um, that's it. I mean, I'm still a PC, and then now I, I do more watching of games than I do playing of games, but yeah, that's me. I'm a Nintendo guy at heart. Favorite game? Well, Link to the Past. I mean, that's like everybody's favorite game, isn't it? So it's so cliche now, but it's the truth. Yeah, that's cool. Um, What's your favorite game on the Wii U? Wii U favorite game it has to, well what I play the most if that's the that's the that counts as one of my favorites <laughs> it's, it's definitely that's Mario Kart 8 Mario Kart right. 8 for sure I've golded that every single way you can gold that and then there was no even thank you message thanks Nintendo thanks Miyamoto <laughs> uh, but yeah that's probably Mario Kart 8 um, Splatoon I was into for a while I kind of fell off a little I mean I kind of lost the fun of it a little bit but that was cool but yeah Mario Kart 8 for me. Super Mario Maker was cool for a while too. Kind of fell off. I was one of the stupid people that bought the Wii U because yeah, and New Zelda's going to be on it. <laughs> I joke that was. Well, it's still true. <laughs> <laughs> it's still true, like 15 FPS, right? It will be just four and a half years after you bought it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so that's. I guess I'm happy I have a Wii U, but <laughs> yeah, that's right. my gaming in a nutshell. Soon we're going to have to decide whether to buy the Switch or Wii U version of Zelda, right? I know that's going to be a tough choice. I mean. I know it'll be better on the Switch. So like, yeah, I want to have the best Zelda experience ever. But I mean, how how many times can Nintendo make us do that? You know, right? I mean, I bought I bought the Wii version of Twilight Princess, but but the GameCube one was worth like you know it's weight in gold now, isn't it? It's like really expensive. Yeah, because everyone bought the other one. Yeah, I yeah, so thing. I think the same thing will happen with the Wii U. I mean, the Wii U will be a discontinued. Well, it's already a discontinued system. Right. It'll be an even more discontinued system by you know whatever June, whenever it comes out. No, I think you mean Christmas. Christmas. Yeah. Right. <laughs> 2018. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, it's going to be like super. It's probably worth buying just for the, you know, for the resell. The resell value. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, shoot. I I, I remember when Twilight Princess came out on the Wii. Like I bought that for the Wii at launch, and then I like a month later when the GameCube version came out, I was like, hey, I want to try that out. So. Oh, you got the GameCube one. I did. Um, I've a, told the story before, but you know, I've, a lot of my games from uh, that I had back in the day are all gone thanks to a very unfortunate series of events. Unbeknownst like to me, title. until just I just realized, oh my god, all of my games that are in America are gone. Great. Was it like a, you know, what, a stealing situation? Someone that was stealing it from you? Uh, situation? I, I, yeah. I wouldn't. I wouldn't pick it. The thread. It's not worth it. Okay. okay. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we're all just gonna end up depressed. We'll call it like the, the borrowers happened or something. Uh, yeah, basically somebody sold all my stuff without me knowing it. Oh, girl. Huh? Anyway, sorry, I didn't mean to break, <laughs> break things down. Jesus Christ. Bitches, <laughs> so. huh? No. <laughs> Let's move right. on. All right. Well, uh, J Dub, thank you for that. We're going to go ahead and take another quick break and hit you back with some more new business. Stay tuned. Hi, you're up next, buddy. What you been playing? Oh, okay. I know you're all chomping at the bit to hear about uh, cricket on the Super Nintendo. <laughs> Was this serious? Yeah, Sorry. this this is hella serious. Okay. Ty, please please don't tell me this is because I talked about cricket on the Super Nintendo last no, episode. No, absolutely not. I don't okay. listen to a word you say. <laughs> Good. 
Uh, it's actually uh, school related. Okay. You know, ALT business. Hey. Um, (laughs) So in our English textbook for middle school kids that I teach, one of the chapters talks about cricket a lot. (laughs) Okay. And uh, so one of the other English teachers asked me, hey, Ty, do you uh, do a thing to explain cricket to the students? And I'm like, oh, Jesus Christ, no. (laughs) Four four weeks later, yeah, he's still explaining it. Yeah, just to be super clear for like, you know, any European, Australian listeners out there, nobody in America knows the first goddamn thing about cricket. I'm quite impressed that you said um, European and Australian, because that means that you know that Australians play cricket. Well, I do now. Okay. So so I learned to play cricket by uh, watching a lot of YouTube videos, reading some things, and then playing uh, super international cricket on the Super Nintendo. An Australian-developed game, I believe. That's the one that I was forced to play. That's the one I (laughs) talked about in the last episode. Right. So... Uh, I, I kind of blundered through it for a while. And, uh, it was interesting. I, I, I'm, I didn't learn every single thing about the game. I'm still not 100% sure about how uh, overs and how many pitches you can do. But I think, it's like, I think it's like a set of six. Well, it depends on the rules that you're playing. There's various versions of yeah, cricket. Like, like international cricket and you know league cricket or whatever. So. Yeah, like like uh, a pitcher can pitch six times. Uh, I don't know if it's per batter or what. And then they switch, but they no, no, no. It's they just keep throwing it until they get the person out. Right. <laughs> <laughs> that too. Yeah. And this is where where cricket ends up being a, a game that can take up to five days to play. <laughs> That's right. Because you know, yeah. you know, the the batter can just like hang out and like I don't know, not run for as long as they want. Apparently, <laughs> is that in weird. the game too, or is it like can you do marathon sessions or what? Yeah, like the first thing I pick, the like, the first option is play fast game, and I'm like two <laughs> hours into it and like nothing is happening. I'm like, okay. <laughs> But, uh, I, I probably would have given up by then personally, but I, I did start a new game so I could play batting as well as uh, pitching. Excuse me, bowling. Okay, <laughs> nice. Like, the pitcher is the bowler. Well, actually, you then... got you got you got me watching videos about cricket because I wondered if there were videos for Americans to learn how to understand cricket. And the like, as you imagine, there were hundreds of videos called um, "Teaching Cricket to Americans" and. Right. Various versions of that. Okay. Well, I found a a video in Japanese with a, oh. an Australian guy uh, who apparently does like uh, some sort of cricket league here in Japan. Hmm. I, I don't know if league is the right word. Maybe club. I don't know club. Yeah. Right. So uh, yeah, I, mm-hmm. and I was able to uh, make a little video of me playing cricket. And I integrated it into the classroom. Wow! So there you go. Video games are an educational tool. Cool. You know what? You don't need to worry about any of the rules. If you're just going to play cricket for just for fun, you just have a tennis ball, a bat, and just like throw it and just hit it. 
and right. <laughs> that's just just do right fun. yeah most f- people don't play by the official rules when they're playing just for funsies yeah i mean one f- fun thing about cricket is there's no such thing as a foul ball you can just like hit it in like any direction behind you yeah as long as you hit the ball like you play in a big round field and you bat from the center of that field oh yeah okay so, so that's cool and fun it's like if you push base the baseball where the batter hits but like push it right in the middle mm-hmm. and you can hit it in any direction where where does the pitcher pitch from oh they're, they're oh, I'm sorry what is it the bowler what the bowler, bowler. Get it right. There's, there's like there, a there's runway. Like, in yeah, the there's like a little rectangular play area in the middle of this field, mm-hmm. and the the batter, or batters, there's two. Uh, they make points by running back and forth on this little runway rectangle thing. Mm-hmm. Oh man, now you're making me guilty, and like I have to learn out the rules of baseball now because you put so much effort into learning cricket because <laughs> I know right. literally nothing about baseball. Ken Griffey Junior Major League Baseball, you're set. Yeah, that reminds not me, really. uh, maybe I've told you guys this story, I'm not sure, but uh, years ago there was uh, an NWR staffer, probably back when it was Planet GameCube, uh, I don't know if he wants to be named, but he used to work at 3DO, and they had... Uh, <laughs> he probably doesn't want to be named then. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He, he was doing QA for 3DO, and oh, they, they had a studio, or they contracted a studio in the UK to make, you know, a, a baseball game for whatever platform. Uh-oh. And, uh, you, you know, he would give feedback. Like, you know, the, the programming in this game is sound, but, you know, you keep getting these rules wrong, and that's kind of a, a big deal. Hmm. <laughs> I could see that being a bit of a problem. Yeah. <laughs> I, found, I found an interesting sentence on Wikipedia about the origins of baseball. Yeah? It says... Uh, that baseball is based on English and Irish games such as cricket and rounders is difficult to dispute. On the other hand, baseball has many elements that are uniquely American. So it's kind of weird how cricket and baseball are really not that similar, I guess, but like, but basically yeah, baseball they... is based on two games kind of mashed together. Round, yeah. Rounders is an even older game, which is more similar to baseball, I think. Cause you've got, like, I love that bat. movie. I have no idea what <laughs> rounders is. Rounders is like, well, you know how, well, the thing that makes Americans go, ho, 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 suck, you, you, you guys play soccer, you know, it's a girls slash babies game. Well, we kind of say the same thing about baseball because Rounders is baseball, but it only little kids play it. It's kind of like um, dodgeball or like, you know, like a, a game you play at recess. Uh-huh. With like a baseball? Um, well, they just use like a softer ball. Oh, okay. The shape is the same and you, you got the fielders and you got the bases and stuff. But, you know, we just play it on, you know, on the grass in the playground for fun, you know. But then we see the American version. It's like, wow, you guys, that escalated quickly. Yeah. You know, it's like <laughs> you took you, you got the idea and you just ran with it. It's like yeah. added all these rules and stuff. It's kind of funny. It, yeah. It's not like we can't play baseball in like your backyard. You don't have to go to a baseball stadium to play baseball, James. Yeah, yeah, yeah I know. I know. But I, I just mean like the, the, the fact that this professional you know, national pastime is based on like a children's game. It's just kind of funny. You know what I mean? It's well, like if the if the movie Dodgeball was actually real and there actually was like a international <laughs> dodgeball tournament, you know, that would be hilarious, right? Well, yeah, that'd be awesome. Yeah, it would be awesome. <laughs> yeah, I think more awesome, well, we can... than, more awesome than actual baseball, probably. Well, I think we can gather from this. You know, I heard something about cricket before that I don't know. It just really kind of spoke to me. It's like. 
from Raphael and Ninja Turtles one. I mean, for cricket, <laughs> that's the first thing I think of every time. <laughs> I'll probably insert that right now. Cricket. Nobody understands cricket. You got to know what a crumpet is to understand cricket. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that was funny, wasn't it? I couldn't hear that. Can you hear that again? <laughs> Do it again. Cricket. Nobody understands cricket. You got to know what a crumpet is to understand cricket. <laughs> oh, there it is. Yeah. But I mean, you got to know what a crumpet is. So anyway. Right. And then the second thing I think of is uh, there's uh, several... Uh, I think zombie games and zombie movies where he, they use cricket bats to bash in zombie heads. Right. Seems kind yeah, of ideal. Right? I I feel like that's a prominent weapon in Left 4 Dead 2 is the cricket bat. Yeah, you put like the cricket bat on hairspray and then put some ice cubes on it and then you just hit them with it. It's awesome. Right. I have no idea where you, you would get a cricket bat in, in the American South. <laughs> <laughs> but there you go. Yeah. One thing you have to know about cricket is that the ball is like made of solid wood and if it hits you you will probably die yeah. <laughs> that's which is why they wear padding and all that kind of stuff so. yeah like the, <laughs> they've got like the big shin guards like hockey players and yeah that's I not for fun really, like like uh, like the whole mask yeah yeah it's yeah you seriously you do not want to get hit by a cricket ball yeah and uh i'm not 100 percent sure but i think the batter has to kind of protect the wicket with their body yeah, yeah. Actually, some people do kind of like shin it, I guess, or right, so, pat it away sometimes. Right, because if the the bowler hits the wicket mm-hmm. and knocks the the what's it called off the stump, <laughs> there's, yeah. a, there's a lot of new words here. That's right. <laughs> st- yeah, what is it called on top of the stump? Is it, I think it's the wicket on top of the stump. I think that's what it's called. Uh <laughs> forgot now. There could be another name for it. It's another one. It's on the tip of my tongue. Like, okay, the 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 stump. The, the, no, there's the stumps are the poles that are part of the wicket. Right. And then there's the, the thing on top, which is I don't know. <laughs> I know what Danny's thinking. He's thinking of like croquet or something. You know, every, <laughs> no, every single like every single YouTube video that I watched, like teaching Americans what cricket is, it was like countdown: five, four, three, two, one. I thought it was croquet. You know, it's like every single video is the same comment, different guy. No, so. I, I had to play cricket. In <laughs> it PE. just reminded me of Danny. I had to, thank you. I had to play cricket in PE. Thank you very much, Muslim Junior High. Oh, wait, that was wow. croquet. No, seriously. Any video on YouTube with the word America and cricket in it, they'll be, just count down less than a minute. There'll, it'll be a guy saying, confusing it with croquet. Well, I totally was thinking of that ball as like the croquet ball. I was thinking, yeah, that would really hurt. If you, got, if you got hit with that thing. But if it's a wooden ball, that would, that would hurt pretty bad, too. Now's yeah. the time where we just look at how ironic it is that a British guy and an American guy is talking about a British game on a Japanese video games podcast. you got to know what a crumpet is to understand cricket. <laughs> right? We're learning. That's We're stuff. learning about foreign cultures. Mind explosion. Right. Uh, I played other video games, too. Okay. Not interested. <laughs> Who cares? Uh, let's see. I played through the entirety. Of, well, I guess I played one character all the way through uh, the Resident Evil HD remaster. Okay. Re, 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 remaster. <laughs> right. Right. That was fun. It's ca- You can't depend on that uh, infinite ammo bug that was in the GameCube version, so you have to play it for real. 
I didn't know about that bug. <laughs> uh, I, I, I never got to play it. I owned it, but I never played it. Huh. Weak. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. There's a bug where you basically juggle around your inventory in a very specific way and it like glitches out and gives you infinite rounds for the grenade launcher. <laughs> nice. So it's like easy mode. Yeah. And, you know, back in the day, which is really not that long ago, you couldn't get patches on games. So if there was a bug, that bug was there forever. Mm-hmm. Now, nowadays, if there's a, a weird, cool, fun bug like that, it'll probably get patched out, you know, before the game is even on shelves. <laughs> Ty, you couldn't even get patches on the successor to the GameCube. Right. <laughs> what, the Xbox? Yeah, you could. No, no, no. The, the Wii, the Wii is the successor to the GameCube. The what? <laughs> hey, uh, SD, what is it? SD card in the mail or something like that? Faxy right. SD card to Nintendo. <laughs> Fax it, yes. Well, you could get patches, just not ones made by Nintendo. Oh yeah, yeah. That boy, yeah, that's true. Obviously, <laughs> right. <laughs> Good gravy. Uh, so, so have you have you unlocked that kind of mode that I've been trying to? I, I think so. Like, I finished my first playthrough uh, on the hardest difficulty, mind you. Well, the hardest initially accessible difficulty. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I went back, like, a couple saves to get some achievements. So I did some arbitrary stuff, like, you know, get all the items in the game, uh, finish without saving certain characters that sort of stuff. So I, I might take a break or I might, you know, do the hard modes, do speed runs, clear it with the other character. We'll see. We'll see what I have patience for. I might play something else. And uh, besides that, as usual, I've been playing Killer Instinct and Overwatch mm-hmm. games. <laughs> Never heard of them. <laughs> right. Yep. So that's me. Okie dokie. All right, we'll take another quick break here and be back with some more new business. All right, and uh, I'll I'll go ahead and do the next round of new business here. I don't have a lot to talk about, so it'll probably be over with quickly. You don't have to worry. But um, get on with it. Yes. So... (laughs) Just a couple of weeks ago, here in Japan, on the 3DS eShop, they released kind of another... We mentioned this in the last episode. They released some more Super Famicom games and stuff like that. And uh, I went out and I picked up Super Punch-Out! Because that's something I had never, ever played. I'd never even bought it. <laughs> so it seemed like a, kind of a fun little thing to maybe try to go through. So have you guys all played Super Punch-Out? A little bit. A little bit. When it came out, I played it. I mean, it's not, it's definitely the graph, graphically, it's awesome. I like the colors and stuff, it's really cool. Right. But it's not, I guess I like the original Punch Out too much to like this one as much as that one. Sure. Yeah, it's, it's a very different game, isn't it? Also, yeah, did, and, you know that, did you know there were two arcade games? There's like one similar to the NES and one similar to this Super right. Nintendo one. Yeah. Kind of crazy, right? So there's actually four Punch Out games, all different. Yeah, it's it's weird. But... Oh, no, five. Well, five with the Wii version. Uh, right. <laughs> we don't talk about that one. Yeah. <laughs> You have but, to play with the balance board. Well, there's two different <laughs> NES versions, one with Mike Tyson and one with... Uh, yeah, six. Mr. Sandman was the final boss? Mr. Dream. Mr. Dream. 
Okay. And isn't there a, a Punch-Out 2 for the NES 2, but it's a different whole setup in the, in the space or something? Oh, I <laughs> heard about some... Wow. That is true, though. I know that's true, actually. But I don't know what it's called. But it's like they couldn't get the license for Michael Tyson, and they wanted to change it up totally, so they put it in space, and you fight robots instead of people. That sounds familiar. I think I was talking to a friend about this recently. and um, um, I don't think so, unless you're thinking about Tolero Boxer on Virtual Boy. Not Tolero Boxer. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> uh, the most popular game. <laughs> yeah, anybody out there listening, just call us idiots and tell us what it is if we're actually onto something here. But um, <laughs> getting back to well, getting back to Super Punch Out. I mean, I remember the commercials from back in the day. I just I don't know. I just kind of distinctly remember the announcer saying Super Punch Out or you know whatever he said, and I was like, oh, that looks neat. But finally decided to give it a go, and you know, like JW said, it's like the, the presentation is really great, and it's. I mean, you can see a lot more detail on the crowd, just the colors and stuff, or just uh, there's just a lot more there than what you could have got out of, you know, an NES game. And that's, that's really cool. And um, so I don't, I mean, I'm playing in Japanese and that's fine, but like, I don't know. I'm not enjoying like the characters and stuff so much. <laughs> are they all racial profiles of old people around the world? There's st- there still are pretty much. Um, yeah, there's like an Indian dude on a tiger on a, a flying carpet, I think, right? I If there is, I haven't, trust, I haven't seen <laughs> trust him, but I mean, there was this weird Japanese guy with really long white hair, and I don't know, he was 19, but, <clears throat> excuse me, but like, I don't know, he was like kicking me and stuff sometimes. That's a Kill Bill dude? Maybe, and there was another guy who was basically kind of like Bruce Lee, and that that was kind of funny. And uh, again, kicking, and I'm facing an old man right now who <laughs> he said he's like 78 years old, and he'll say things like, hey, go easy on me, and then he'll start whooping your ass with like a, like a walking stick in a boxing match <laughs> while wearing boxing gloves holding a stick. Seems legit. So it, it's kind of wacky and just kind of fun, and I've been having a good time with it when I'm not getting really frustrated at it because it's not easy. It's, um, it's like wireframe, right? That you play like a wireframe guy? No, no, no. You can see like can uh, see an outline of your character, like in the foreground. Oh, the arcade's wireframe. Okay. Yeah. yeah. This is all like sprite based and stuff. And if you're looking at your smart device right now on an enhanced version, you can see maybe a screenshot of that. Oh, there and, it is. Um, yeah. See. But um, no, it looks really great, and uh, like I said, you you kind of see like a little bit through your character in the and that's in the fore screen, kind of like a little bit semi-transparent, and. Um, you know, usually after the match and stuff, he's jumping around saying things, and it's kind of funny. After you win like a title belt in Japanese, it's like totally the audio is totally muffled, but he's like, "Yeah, <laughs> it's just kind of like that. But uh, yeah, that was pretty funny. But I'm trying to get through. I'm at the very last circuit. You have to go like four and zero in each circuit to unlock this like new special circuit, and I've done that. And I think I'm a couple boxes away from beating the entire game. It's just. Um, I've been just abusing the hell out of the save states recently because it's just getting hard. Ty, you can uh, insert insult now. You suck. <laughs> Danny, the guy is called KK Kagero is the, the long-haired Japanese guy. Okay, right. KKK this... reference? <laughs> God. <laughs> well, yeah. there's quite a lot of characters, right? Wow. Yeah. Yeah. And there there are a few returning characters as well, which is kind of cool. Like Bald Bull is in there, and there's a, another character kind of like King Hippo. Two of them, actually. One's a clown. <laughs> His name's Mad Clown. And there's another one called Bear Hugger. 
and they're they're kind of obnoxious, but you know, once you get their patterns down, they're not that bad to to beat. But if you're scared of clowns, don't buy a punch super bunch out, I guess. Yeah, I mean it's it's a pretty creepy looking clown, I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, but other than that, I mean I've been playing a little bit more of my Famicom Mini. I, I just went through Mario three on that tiny controller. <laughs> you know, no save states there either, so it's all just, you know, going through kind of the old fashioned way. Um with the uh, with the war whistles. No, God, come on. <laughs> I don't know war that's the old-fashioned way we're talking about. Well, I guess that's if you want to beat the game in like, you know, 30 minutes or less. But yeah, that's fun. I, I really enjoy that game. I think that's the second time I have went through it this year with playing the Game Boy Advance version on uh, Wii U earlier, earlier this year. But yeah, well, I mean, other than that, I, I haven't really been doing a whole lot of gaming. So that, that pretty much does it for me. So what so. made you finally make the decision for Nintendo Mini? I want to know, hear from someone that bought it. Because, I mean, for me, it's like, yeah, I could buy it. It's cool to have it. But, I mean, I can play all those games. I'm not going to call myself out here. But I mean, there's ways to play stuff online if you want to play it. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. No, I totally agree. And, I mean, I've bought legitimate copies of pretty much all of the games. But um, I think for me, it was like my wife – she she played Famicom games back in the day, and I mean, as soon as they showed off the the you know the one in the West, I was thinking, man, that's really cool. Just just for collector's purposes, because it just looks neat on a shelf, and then even just for being able to play that stuff in just one little box. And then with my wife, I mean, there's several games that she had played back in the day that she would be interested in. But I mean, I've bought some stuff specifically for her to play, like on my 3DS or Wii U, and she might play it like once or twice, but. Then after that, it's, she just doesn't really come back to it. But with this, it, it, I think maybe just the, the general aesthetics of the system, it maybe helps her kind of get back into that mindset. Just like, hey, this is kind of like what it was when I was a kid, except for this controller is tiny. But maybe that's what it was. And I mean, for myself, I just I just thought it was neat, and I just wanted to give it a shot. <laughs> it looks, definitely looks cool, but I can't bring myself to buy it yet. But I'm, I'm sure I will down the road. Yeah, yeah. Donnie, I hope I never get to the point when I say – I'm going to buy something because it looks good on a shelf. <laughs> well, I mean, hey. Seriously, I'm, rip in peace gaming if that happens to you. I already have like three GameCubes, two or three GameCubes sitting on a shelf just for, just to sit there. <laughs> anyway, that'll do it for me and my gaming for the rest of my life, I guess. I'm done. <laughs> so on uh, we'll take it. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll take another quick break here. And James, James Charlton will go ahead and close this out. JC, what you been up to, man? Well, finally, we can actually talk about good video games that people are interested in. Boo. Uh, <laughs> well, yeah, well, okay. Before I get onto the main, the main dish, um, just a quick uh, breadcrumbs. So I, I don't know why, but somebody posted a few Mario Maker levels on an article, I think it was because they'd recreated Mario 64 in Mario Maker. Whoa. Um, or not the whole game, but like, you know, at least, you know, whatever, five or six worlds. So I was reading that article and I just, and then I was like, oh yeah, we've got the bookmaker thing. So I just like went dun, dun, dun. And I just added them all to my playlist. And I said, okay, I'll play those next time, you know, I'm able to turn my Wii U on. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, it was probably like a week later. <laughs> 
<laughs> before <laughs> I could actually get to play the, my uh, Wii U. Um, and yeah, I booted them up and I uh, played the first... Well, yeah, I thought, okay, I'll just breeze through these five levels. So it turns out this guy has gone to a crazy amount of effort to um, kind of recreate the, I guess, the Princess Peach's castle and like, you know, do the little paintings and stuff. And they're actually coin hunt levels. Hmm. Um, and uh, actually, the last time I was like really into Mario Maker, like just before I kind of stopped uh, playing, you know, not for any particular reason, just because, you know, other games came along. I just didn't have time. You know, New Baby was born and all that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. um, but like some, somebody found this really cool way of kind of um, not exploiting, but like improving the save the checkpoint system. I, I don't know if you guys know, but you can actually add two checkpoint flags. Mm -hmm. right. um, but once you hit both of them, you know, that's it. You know, you can't really uh, kind of go back and reset them or something. But like, I don't know how this, I wish I knew. How, I've actually downloaded a, a level which is kind of like a tutorial how to do this kind of save system. But basically it lets you have like an open world type level so you can get coins and like, and if you go, it'll have like a central point to the level that you keep coming back to, you know, like, you know, my 64 does, you know, going back to the main part of the castle, it's kind of like that. So you go back, but every time you go back, you kind of go through a pipe and then you hit the, the flag, the flag's kind of overlapping the pipe. Mm -hmm. So you can't help but hit it. Like as soon as you go through the pipe, cling, you hit the checkpoint. But when you go to other parts of the level, it kind of resets it. So what this means is that if you die, it'll remember every single coin that you got. So if you, like, say if you get two red coins and you die, um, if, as long as you've gone back to the main area, it'll save it. And then you, you know, you'll start again and you'll start from those two coins and you can go find another one coin. Maybe you get three coins and then you die. <laughs> it doesn't hmm. matter. It'll just, it's like a constant saving. That's which cool. is It's really, really amazing. I mean, my mind kind of boggles how how it works. I mean, you know, people have designed freaking calculators in Mario Maker. It's it's insane what people have done. <laughs> like, yeah. Um, but anyway, so yeah, I this level turned out to be incredibly complex and deep and massive. Uh, like, there's so many parts to it, and like each one's got like little puzzles to solve and things to find. And then you know, you're getting. And each each coin is like an achievement. It's like almost like a star in Mario 64. It's like mm. once you find a red coin, you're like, yes, I got another red coin. Back to the beginning, and then you know, go to, go through another pipe, go to another part of the um, the castle. So it's it's just incredibly well done. Yeah, it's really clever. Yeah, I'll add some I'll add some links to, uh, to so people can bookmark them and uh, play them uh, themselves. It's really cool. So yeah, and it was also nice playing Mario Maker again. And there was a, there was an event stage that was added. Um, I guess maybe it was to celebrate the 3DS version. It was like you could play as uh, the uh, what is it, Undo Dog? Maybe no. It was one of the one of the Mario Maker characters, anyway. Yeah, one of the things no one cares about. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. But it was a, it was a good stage. Right? It was a good stage. <laughs> and you got a, like a costume at the end of it and stuff. So yeah, it was cool that like, they're still adding like, that kind of stuff. Um, yeah. I also wanted to like briefly mention Pokemon Go. I mean, Pokemon Go's had a you know, a couple of updates, you know, uh, since we last talked about it on the show. Um, you get, like, extra points for, like, you know, yeah, for continually catching Pokemon and hitting Pokestops, like, every week. You get, like, you know, massive bonuses and, like, loads of Pokeballs if you if you continue to do it every day. And because my son's, like, still playing it, um, it's not like he's playing it constantly. I had to kind of restrict how much he plays it because he was kind of, like, <laughs> getting a bit addicted to it at one point. So I was like, okay. <laughs> Let's slow it down a bit here. Um, 
can I have my iPod back, please? Nope. Um, so I'm I'm kind of getting Pokeballs for him as I go to work, and then you know he plays it for a bit. And yeah, we've got like a few kind of cool Pokemon, and you know Ditto has been added and lots of other stuff. But yeah, um, I'm we're still playing it, still enjoying it. But like on top of that, um, Pokemon, the original series of Pokemon, just hit Netflix in Japan. Oh, okay. Yeah, like the whole original series, you know, like from the start, you know, when he first gets Pikachu and stuff, and hmm. Pikachu doesn't like him, um, which I've never actually seen. I haven't actually seen it uh, in, really? well, in English <laughs> when it was on, you know, back in the day. Okay, yeah. Um, but yeah, unfortunately, because it's like, um, you know, the English version is completely different from the Japanese one, you know, like the intro and, you know, probably hundreds of other minor little edits that they had to do. Um uh, it's they don't have English, right. <laughs> so basically it's the Japanese version straight up. You know, uh, you can't do that. It's the same for Yokai Watch. Yeah, you know, like Yokai Watch has got you know like girls in bikinis and with the boobs hanging out in a kids show. Um, but in the <laughs> in the Western version, they're all kind of covered up, right? right? Things like that. Yeah. So, but my my son like watched it and he was like, wow. It was it was funny because like Pokemon Go is kind of his first experience of Pokemon, mm-hmm. and he's since you know he's like asked me to print out like a poster of all the original 151 mm-hmm. and now he's watching this and is like watching the pokemon like on a tv show in action it's kind of like is it kind of like in awe at it it's kind of amazing that's um, cool he's like reliving the 90s eh? yeah 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 yeah. like in the first episode he catches a ritata and a oh no not ritata sorry a pidgey uh pidgey yep which is you know almost just like the animation the sounds everything is exactly like in pokemon go so he was kind of like wow you know yeah, I mean, I mean, by the time when Pokemon came out, and I mean, I can't speak for James W. You you played a lot of Pokemon back in the day too. Were you into the whole series? And uh, yeah, I was. I was right at the edge of the Pokemon is too is too much of a kids thing. I was right at the edge of that, so I still bought Pokemon Blue and played it. Crap. Okay. Out of it. So, yeah, me too. Yeah, I was, <laughs> no. I was I was nineteen when I got Pokemon Blue. Okay, <laughs> I was, a little, I was younger, a little bit younger than that. Yeah, I, I yeah. was I was fourteen and. Yeah, I mean, I just remember seeing it, seeing like the little comics they had in, in Nintendo Power and reading previews about it. I was like, holy crap, this sounds amazing. And then, <laughs> yeah, I mean, then you, the I think the anime came out before I got it because I got it for Christmas in 98. My little brother, the little bastard, he got blue like in October <laughs> around the time it launched. And I had to just kind of watch him play on Super Game Boy and stuff. But, and you know, but I, I eventually got the red version that Christmas. But it was really cool just like seeing the stuff on TV and then you know, kind of in your head as much as a 14 year old kid would admit to doing just like, I'm just like Ash Ketchum, just like the anime, you know? <laughs> hey, uh, I played Pokemon before it was cool. Yeah, did you? <laughs> yeah. No they, time it wasn't cool. <laughs> Trading cards or something? No, I, I played the, the ROM in the early days of emulation. Whoa. Well, okay. Like before it in came Japanese. out in the U.S. Yeah. <laughs> I, th- I think it was mostly Japanese, like partially badly machine translated. Mm-hmm. The whole thing was kind <laughs> nice. of a mess. But yeah, I did play it uh, like six months before it came out in the US. And then, nice. I, then me and my brother, we bought it on release day at our local Walmart where the rack was labeled Pokeman. <laughs> <laughs> Pokeman. Yeah, so... Uh- in the early days, I was on the cutting edge of Pokemon at all times. 
Nice. It's funny because, like, yeah, I only played Pokemon Blue, and I think I've said this on the podcast uh, many times. You know, Pokemon is kind of like a once in a lifetime game for me. It's not like once in a generation, like a Mario Kart game. It's like I I do it once and that's enough. Um, Animal Crossing was the same deal. I play one Animal Crossing game. I'm good for life. I've kind of got the idea of what Animal Crossing is now, and I don't need to do it again. Yeah, it's kind um, of the same. Like I, I played the first one intensely, and then I played through Gold Silver, and then you know I I was done. Yeah. So, but it's so it's kind of weird how we've come full circle, and it's like you know Pokemon Go is based on the original 151, and that's how my son got into it, and now he's watching the the, the 90s anime, which is based on the first 150, and it's just like. I've just kind of skipped that whole whatever 20 years and I've just come back to like year one again. It's kind of a bit weird, but kind of cool at the same time. Right. You know, maybe my son will become a full Pokemon addict in the future and he'll want all the whatever Pokemon stars on this, on his switch or whatever, but we'll see. I was hoping you were going to say, I'm hoping my son turns into a real Pokemon master and collect all 151 for his Pokedex. Yeah. Send him out on his way. Yeah. Yeah. I become a you know non-existent father, and his and his yeah. mom just takes care of him. Exactly, <laughs> you have to go away, man. <laughs> right. Um, so yeah, that's the little bits out of the way. So the my main game. Very excited to talk about this. This is an actual, real, proper, good Nintendo-esque game, which I bought um, a few weeks back when it first came out, and that's Axiom Verge. Mm. Yes, the Metroid game we've all been waiting for. Uh, so yeah, basically, uh, indie gamers do what Nintendo don't. Am I right? Okay. Hello, is this yeah. not? <laughs> <laughs> Just letting you finish. Calling Reggie's yeah. lawyer now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's this game makes me so happy on so many levels. It's like, it's I just can't even describe it. I mean, I reviewed uh, what was it, Metroid Zero. Um, a while back talked about on the show and it's yeah I, I I mean I very rarely replay games but I was happy to replay Zero Zero Mission um, Zero Mission yeah um, so it's kind of amazing to play a game which is like brand it's like a brand new Metroid game even though it's not Metroid so it's like but it's just so familiar it's just just amazing like it's kind of I guess graphically it's between the NES and SNES um, games but um, you know, it's a little bit better than NES, but it's not quite Super Metroid. Um, and just amazing that it's made by one guy. It's just like mind explosion. It's like he did all the music and graphics and game programming himself. It's just, just like a cave story, right? Right. Exactly. I mean, and it just yeah, just for shame upon Nintendo that they haven't made a Metroid game in whatever ten years, and two D Metroid game, however long it's been. And this one guy can do it. So I'm on to like, I think I'm almost on the fourth boss. I don't know how many bosses there are. I don't know how many worlds there are or uh, areas there are. But it's structured very similar to Metroid. Like you've got the, you know, the the grid-based map, um, which, you know, fills in as you explore stuff. Um, and save rooms uh, that, you know, refill your energy and save your game. And... Like each each like uh, kind of area is connected, you know, and you know it's marked on the map, so you know how to access each world and stuff. Um, and you upgrade your weapons, like you know you've got a, like a standard shooter, but you can actually like access games in like a uh, sorry access weapons in kind of like a radial thing, like a circular thing, you know, 
like a typical action game you can just like use the right stick and just like spin through various weapons you got like like a, a very short range electric burst which acts like a kind of a shotgun thing like very powerful but very short range and then you know you've got like just like a, a standard blaster which gets stronger and then you've got one which you can shoot and then you press it again and it explodes when you when you press it the second time just kind of like loads of variations on on guns and stuff and uh, the enemies like there's enemies that require you to use these um, ones as well so like you, you start off with just using this the one blaster just to kill everything but then you soon realize like some enemies can be dispatched like way faster if you use the other weapons so you have to kind of like think about like when you see a certain enemy, you have to think, okay, s switch the weapon and, and take them out with that. Um, I guess the only downside is that because it is like one guy, I mean, it, it, it must have been incredibly hard to program such a big game by yourself. So like I can kind of forgive the fact that the enemies are kind of similar. Like there's lots of like very small circular enemies that kind of roll about or crawl on the walls and stuff, which are all just kind of like, not really palette swapped, but very, very similar design to each other. But then you do have kind of like weird humanoid uh, uh, characters, which are like, you know, kind of freaky sometimes, actually. They just like run at you and scare the shit out of you and you just jump out at you and stuff like that. Um, but like, yeah, it nails the atmosphere spot on. Um, I mean, it, the, they've got the Metroid door thing, but like uh, the, all the doors are kind of open. You don't have to worry about like having the right beam or anything. It's not hasn't lifted that completely out of metroid you, you just walk through the doors um but like the boss and all, the bosses are very, very cool like um they start off like you know quite small like the third one was like a huge like uh the screen actually like zooms out you know and you're kind of like really small on screen uh, it kind of reminded me of the kraid boss in super metroid yeah, I remember when I, I remember when I played it the first time. I was like, "Oh my god!" When Kraid like took up the screen, it was like life changing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't think Super Metroid zooms out, does it? It's just it, yeah, it starts halfway and then he grows after you get the first, past the first stage, right? Like he starts like only up to chest level, and then like yeah, boom, yeah, yeah. But right, like the up. camera itself doesn't zoom, right? Yeah, 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 exactly. But so this one actually actually does, and um, I, I guess yeah, the bosses are very very cool. But like I guess you know, similar to like how they like I was talking about the enemy design, um. I mean, the fact that the there is a kind of like a one place to stand and shoot, and he can't hit you. And once you find that in, once you find that out, you know you can um, you can not. It's not easy, but like it's like uh, you kind of like you know what to do. It's like it's it's much uh, easier than you thought originally. Basically, there's like a sweet spot to stand. You know, it does. They don't have very like I guess you would call it AI or just like you know the the patterns that they do just like the same thing throughout the whole of the the boss battle kind of thing although the third one does have like a couple of like stages to him but like um um you know you can kind of notice the the gaps in maybe his ai or routine programming knowledge you know it's kind of like it doesn't have that much depth to the to the bosses kind of thing but that's not to take away about how amazingly they look and uh how fun they are to play against it's very cool hmm. The, the the third boss actually like beat him and then it's in like a room with like acid so like I actually beat him and as he was exploding I landed in the acid and died but um <laughs> but once once when I because he had actually died I'd actually you know hit the death animation or whatever so like I died I went back to the save point and he was still dead 
so that I could just you know pick up the item and just move on, which is pretty cool. Cheater. So it's, it's yeah, it's, it's a lot more forgiving than I think. I don't think it works like that in Super Metroid, right? Like if you die, you just go back to the save point and you lose everything that you got. Right. Right. I'm I think so. It's a little bit more modern than that. Like the um, I think like the map that you discovered stays un unearthed kind of thing, and also uh, any items you got you still have but like you uh, you know you go back to the save point obviously i've never and died I, in super metroid so i don't know <laughs> <laughs> and all the enemies respawn and everything like the smaller enemies and stuff so i like i mean i'm playing on like normal difficulty and you know it's it's a good challenge it's a good challenge i like it um like it's not like a cake or like the first bo- bo- boss in super metroid you can't die right it means <laughs> right. i don't know if you knew that right you, if you lose all your energy it just gets refilled again it's not like that it's it's a lot more unforgiving like the the bosses will kick your ass you know the enemies will kick your ass and you will die a lot but like it doesn't waste your time it lets you it's always pushing you forward you know it's not going to say okay i'm going to take all your items and everything away from you it's like no you keep that just just you know keep going kind of thing so i really appreciate that because you know my time my game playing time is very short and precious and uh if a game fucks around with me too much like that, I get like a bit frustrated. So I really appreciate the fact that it doesn't do that. Sure. Yeah. Um, and yeah, the, as for the Wii U features, I guess it's just like um, weapon selection. Um, you can just like touch the screen, and you've always got the map, which is which is actually quite useful. Actually, um, sometimes I just like find a safe place, just look down, and know where to go next and stuff, which is pretty cool. Yeah. But yeah, really looking forward to playing more of it. Um, like I said, almost up to the fourth boss. I can, I can feel his presence. And I just got this uh, very cool item, which I won't spoil, but it's kind of like, uh, it's a good take on what happens in Super Metroid, but it's kind of like, you know, a totally unique spin on it, which I didn't expect. <laughs> it's really, really cool. And definitely worth playing. Danny, is this the point when you go like, ha, huh, when I ask you, is it out in Japan? Of course it's not. I was, yeah. <laughs> I, I mean... As many of the listeners out there know, I have you know a Japanese Wii U, a Japanese 3DS, all that stuff. But like for something like this, I mean, I have a PS4, I have a Vita, and yeah, I can obviously play it on that or even play right, it like yeah. on PC or whatever. But like this is something that I mean, just given given its kind of heritage and kind of where the I guess everything for this game kind of came from, it seems just fitting to play this on a Nintendo system. But I can't. Yeah, that's, that's kind of, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's a, that's a crying shame. Shame. Yeah, those kind of eShop games. I mean, Danny, you're gonna have to put your thinking cap on with the Switch because you know if you, I don't think there's any chance that Nintendo is gonna change the, all their you know rules on indie gamers, uh, indie games like getting the publishing rights and stuff. I don't think they're gonna change on that. So you could have but, the same situation. Yeah, it depends. I mean, well, I'm, I'm so invested in the Japanese uh, eShop and like my Nintendo and stuff like that. I don't. <laughs> really well what do you get from that yeah well, what do you get big from? fat and nothing well yeah but you know what i mean if if something were to come from that i don't know it do I mean, it in six a... months it's all going to expire <laughs> no seriously yeah. it's gold coins yeah. expire in six months i you know i don't mind if if i want to be able to get physical versions of stuff even when it comes to switch it's mm-hmm. kind of nice to well obviously don't have to pay some kind of premium on you know shipping over uh, hey, that's a good point. If, if the version. eShops, if my prediction is that the eShops are going to be locked and the, yeah. the cartridges are going to be region free, 
Yeah. So yeah, I would definitely recommend you go in America for the for the for the system, and then you could have the American eShop, and then just buy the Japanese games in Japan. Yeah, I mean, I win win. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, whatever. I'll just do. do it. <laughs> I, yeah, we'll see. We'll see how that's all gonna go. But it's gonna say F you for that. Yes. <laughs> Japan eShop, not a good time. Not for indies. On the, not on the Wii U. Yeah. Actually, James W, do you have what region is your Wii U? I am, as you are, in the Japan okay. region. Got it. Got it. But I'm not. I'm, I'm more of a, if I want to play something and it's it's available on PC, I'm not afraid to play it. I mean, I'm not, not afraid. Is not the right word, but I'll definitely get it on PC if I want to play. No, it. afraid is the right word. Danny's afraid. <laughs> yes, I'm afraid. <laughs> it's it's weird how like me and Cyrus, who's you know no longer with us, unfortunately. <laughs> Um, both are crazy enough to import a European system to Japan, which yeah. is like one of the rarest and weirdest things to do. But you know, there's two guys on this podcast who d- did that. <laughs> I mean, when I when I first came here to Japan when I was studying and stuff, I mean, I brought an American PS2, my Wii, and like I think a few other systems. I eventually got like a 360 from America that I brought back here. And I mean, I had all sorts of like American systems, but in the Wii era, it was just really annoying to get software especially then i mean everything was just way overpriced if you want to buy it here and i just did i just kind of wanted to avoid that but and then you know it helped me you know i guess learn a little bit more japanese i guess enough so i could talk to my wife when i first met her (laughs) (laughs) game we let's play yeah (laughs) that's all it took (laughs) to story the uh the we uh advertisements uh, we we would like to play based on danny's actual life it was really was Unbelievable. All right. Well, um, James, is that about all you got for us, man? What do you mean? Is that all you got? Fucking amazing game. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> is that all? all? Come on. Fuck you. F you. <laughs> Proper response. <laughs> nice. Go ahead, go ahead and buy it on your video gaming system of choice. Yes. You will not regret. All right. Well, hopefully after this, you'll be hearing some, or maybe even before James started talking, you'll hear some kind of kick-ass theme from that game. <laughs> All right, I, I thought you were gonna just like play me out, doesn't mean. Well, <laughs> da, 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 get the get that cane, get his ass off the <laughs> off the stage. So we're gonna take a quick break here and be back with some news. So stay tuned. Right, and we're back to hit you up with some news. Um, a lot of different stuff kind of coming out over the past couple of days and weeks, so we're going to kind of just get right to it. As we mentioned on the last episode of the Famicast, we're the, basically celebrating the 26th anniversary of the release of the Super Famicom. There were some games that were released back on November 21st, and they continued on the week after that on the 28th with six more <laughs> That's a weird anniversary, 26. I Yeah, I don't know Happy why. 26. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they is didn't. That's a paper or something. Like, what is that? That wasn't like the header, like "Happy 26." I mean, <laughs> it was just saying, like, "Hey, we want to give away this free theme that we made on 3DS that nobody's probably going to buy." So, and you know, it, it's it, with this special campaign going on. If you would have bought one of these Super Famicom games from you know on the 3DS eShop, you get like this free theme and crap. 
But um, there's actually some decent titles. And in this second set, the games that released were Poppin' Twin B, Super Famicom Wars, Kirby no Kira Kira Kids. What the hell? What yeah, it's like a, yeah, it's a puzzle game. What's it called in English? Do you know? I don't think there is an English version. Say word. Yep. Huh. Mario no Super Picross. And then this other one, <laughs> like the Japanese for this, the last part, it's kind of weird, like Fire Emblem. And then in Japanese, it's Torika. But it looks like it says like Thracia, seven seven six. This was that like sounds like a rash I had. It, it was actually <laughs> Thracia seven seven six. I think that's the cream I used. You had seven seven four. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. That was a yeah. killer. And then after that, live alive. Um, as the live as a, uh, the katakana reads, live alive. Live so, alive. Yes. Okay. So those are all out now. So whoopee. There's a lot of good games there. Yeah, there there are there are. I think total there's something around maybe like between twenty five and thirty games there. So, but I'm um, for our next little bit of news. J Dub is going to go ahead and take this for us. Take so, Pokemon Sun and Moon, biggest first week sales in Nintendo's history. I mean, obviously we know why this happened. We can go, we, you know, we can say numbers, numbers, blah blah blah. Biggest first week sales, huge, and it's all because of Pokemon Go. I mean, what else do you want? And it also, I mean, it. It's kind of irrelevant how good the game is, even though it is good. I've played a little bit. Hmm. Should have mentioned at the beginning of the show, actually, but I haven't gotten that far, so it wasn't worth it. But <laughs> Pokemon Go is just like gave made everyone love Pokemon again, you know. So, what else do you want? I mean, I wonder, like, obviously, is there going for so how can how can Nintendo, you know, capitalize on this Pokemon craze more, you know, because you know they want to. How what else can they do, you know? Put the yeah. first series on uh, Netflix. <laughs> That's a great idea. I want to call Reggie. Yeah. Well, then there's like the weird French things, like you know, the Detective Pikachu that was released earlier this year here in Japan. Like there haven't been word about that at all being released in the West in English or any other language. I mean, uh, Danny, stop the press. Kirby no Kira Kira Kids is Kirby's Star Stacker in your face. <laughs> there's no English version. Kiss my ass. Okay, you're welcome. It's a Game Boy. Game Boy? No, no, I there is one on Game Boy. There's one on Super Nintendo, too. There might not be a Super Nintendo version. You Could can only right. call them out for stuff if you know it in your head. You can't Google stuff. Yeah, come on. <laughs> <laughs> uh, thanks. Super Star Saka, maybe. Is that it? Nope. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, no, maybe you're right. It's called, well, there's an English translation. It's Kirby's Super Star Saka, but yeah, it could be not released in the West. Yeah, this is, this is a from what I under recall, it was a pretty late game, like ninety eight, something like that. So yeah, nineteen ninety nine, June twenty fifth, nineteen ninety nine. Is that the Super or the Game Boy Super one? Super Famicom one. Okay, yeah, uh, they a lot of these games, even that that uh, Fire Emblem one that came out oh. pretty late too. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, back to um, Pokemon. <laughs> it's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> so what, what was the news here? It's the biggest. First week Biggest sale first ever. week sale in the Europe and Americas in the Nintendo history for in, in, Nintendo history you know, for a game, you know. So that's pretty big news, I guess. I mean, sounds like pretty big news to me. Yeah, that's big news. And as I was saying before, we were so rudely interrupted by Mr. Charlton here. Say what? <laughs> Nothing. Um, I mean, what's the deal? I mean, why didn't they release? Haven't they released or even said anything about Detective Pikachu coming out in the West? I mean, it's 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 such a weird game. I don't know. I mean. Um, did any of you guys play that or did you just totally ignore it? I totally ignored it. Totally I mean, ignored it. Okay. 
Isn't this the thing though, where there was like some kind of petition to make Pikachu's voice be Danny DeVito? Yes, that's the game. <laughs> well, that's news. Yeah, yeah. Danny DeVito, right? Danny DeVito, my distant relative. <laughs> no. Yeah, that's how family names work. <laughs> yes. Anyway, next bit of news. <laughs> uh, James Charlton, how about you take that for us? Um, yes, there's new trailer and footage shown off uh, Legend of Zelda Wild Wild West at the uh, Game Awards, um, hosted by Mr. Doritos himself. <laughs> right? Forget yes. it. I forget the guy's name. Uh, you know, oh. the guy with the, uh, the Doritos. Yeah. Jeff Chipley. Ludicrous giblets. Um, so yeah, um, there's a there's a good um, analysis of this actually. Um, I mean, Game Explain they do some great analysis videos, like um, well, NWRTV. We also have the deep dive um, videos as well. Um, like this, but this Game Explain video has some like crazy, like you know, I'm talking like zooming into the background, you know, like tiny little characters that did certain things, which reveal all these other things that about the story and the, the game and stuff. It's kind of crazy. Um, things that we would never ever notice, but there's some there's some crazy stuff going on in those trailers. Like um, they got, they showed off finally they showed off towns and stuff like right. other human people moving around and it's like a horse based uh, town and stuff. But like they showed how like in the E3 footage, like there was actually like this kind of horse shaped building in the distance, and this is now actually showing what that looks like up close, and it's kind of. Yeah, there's definitely going to be like um, maybe like a Majora's Mask element to it, like how people kind of come at certain times, but like they're not there at other times. And right. because they were like in the trailer, they're actually this horse village thing was actually shown a couple of times, but like people in the village were in different places at different times and doing different things. So it's definitely. I, mean, yeah. I could hope so, they could do that. It's almost 2016, I mean. Yeah, 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 absolutely. But it, I, th I think it gets to the point too, where if you have a such a large world, as opposed mm. to something like Majora's Mask, where it's it's pretty condensed, yeah. and it's a pretty dense well, it's world. It's just the town, isn't it? Just clock town. That's yeah, all the stuff uh, going on. So it's like I wonder if they can pull something like that off. If they can, that's that's freaking amazing. But it, it might just be kind of like a Skyrimy type of thing, where a lot of people, yeah, they're doing stuff, but it's not quite as scripted as what it was in something like Majora's Mask. But um, I guess the other exciting thing was that there was a female-looking link, or yes. question mark link, because <laughs> yeah. like the, the she was definitely wearing uh, the tunic, the blue tunic, and the gold pouch and stuff. Um, but it was definitely a woman, right? And the, the Princess Zelda was also shown, possibly not fully shown, but like you know she was wearing different stuff, so it wasn't. Well, it could have been Zelda in Link's costume, I guess, but I don't know. But do you think they would have, like, I mean, Aonuma straight up said, you know, nope, it can't be a girl because Ganondorf's a boy and Link's a boy, and that would not balance the Triforce out, which literally makes no fucking sense. <laughs> because two boys versus one girl is not a balance. <laughs> so, but I, I thought, could they have gone back on the word and actually incorporate it into the game in whatever the year that it's been delayed? Probably not, right? That would be a huge, like, you'd have to rewrite the story, rewrite loads of things to the game. If I'm, I'm assuming that, that they designed the game to be male link only. But it, 
If they did, I kind of doubt that they did. But I mean, think about back when Wind Waker came out. I mean, this was like a total Nintendo said, this is the way we want to go with this. And I mean, yeah, obviously it's a well-revered game. But at first people were like, oh my God, this is dumb. It looks like a baby. And then, you know, the next Zelda game that came out after Wind Waker was Twilight Princess. <laughs> yeah, that something. was the next game, though. So we're, we're I know, about. but I'm just saying, like, this, this was an example of Nintendo kind of listening to what fans said that they wanted, even though they might not have necessarily wanted it. I don't think they ever listened to fans, really, to be honest, though. I mean, like, hmm. have they? Like, of course, like, okay, like, everyone said that when they first saw Wind Waker, this looks like crap. Still put it out. Everyone loves it. Twilight Princess is the total opposite. Everyone loves that. I mean, whatever they do, they just, people end up loving it. So, like, I'm sure they just do whatever they want, you know? There, there, have you noticed that there's actually nobody who admits that they said Wind Waker looks like crap? Everyone always now, on every podcast, every website you, you watch and listen to, they all say, no, 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 I always loved Wind Waker from the beginning. Well, I was going to say I was one of the guys defending it, but you won't believe me. <laughs> exactly, Danny. <laughs> I remember I was Choose disappointed. I was like, I want my badass link, you know, but uh, I was, I was totally eating up what Miyamoto was putting out there and just saying yes to my Nintendo masters and trying to preach the choir <laughs> or preach to the people outside of the choir, I guess. There you go. Um, I guess leading on from that, there was also like a little mini video, maybe after that, uh, released like anyway, the same week anyway, mm-hmm. explaining the amiibo functions. Um, Basically, you can tap any of those new Zelda amiibos and you get just like a random loot drop just lands from the sky, just splat, um, which is kind of weird. <laughs> yeah, and they're all, and they're all like consumable. Well, for the new amiibo that came out, these are all like consumable items. Are you ready for this? Yeah. The, the 8-bit link will drop barrels, which may contain rupees. The Ocarina of Time one will drop meat. <laughs> the Wind Waker one will drop fish. Sorry, the Wind Waker Link will drop fish, and the Wind Waker Zelda will drop plants. Which I guess these are all, you know, items that you can combine and eat and make stuff. <laughs> yep, that's right. Kill you or whatever. It seems like an incredibly weak tie-in yeah. with Amiibo. Exactly. You buy this like whatever is, one thousand two hundred yen, you know, twelve thirteen dollar piece of plastic, and then it's like woohoo! I get fish. <laughs> an, an item in the game which you can just get anyway um yeah it's uh i forgot what podcast i was listening to but someone else mentioned how it is kind of a bit silly how nintendo was saying like you can now you know catch fish and eat them to improve stats and it's like oh you can you know eat meat and cook it and it's like like it's like this mind-bending amazing thing but like <laughs> everyone else is like uh games have been doing this for the last 10 years you know it's like <laughs> yeah. but like for zelda is brand new but for every other game it's not um, and it, 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 it could just be weird, it? it could just be like the guys way up the food chain thinking like this is amazing the guys that are actually like doing the grunt work are like yeah dude i play skyrim i know what this is all about that's what i'm worried about i'm worried about like Nintendo's going to think like we're doing this groundbreaking thing, but it's going to be like Skyrim light, you know? I think that's what I'm most worried about this game. Yeah, I'm still hyped. For, I mean, it was a good trailer. It was a new, the new trailer was good and it showed some new locations and cool stuff. The the little Let's Play that Bill Trinan and uh, that other uh, guy. Nate, somebody, build, build off, um, that they did together it was a bit weird. It was like a, It was like an hour and a half let's play cut into four minutes yeah um so it really didn't make sense 
right. <laughs> to be crammed into the uh, the game awards between Doritos or whatever. So like, it was a bit weird. Um, Have you guys watched it, the Japanese one, the Japanese playthrough? The yes. guy that yeah, that, that one I think it's just like a, him just playing. Oh. It. You can see a lot of stuff there. No, I thought you meant like the Japanese version of the Bill Trinan one, which I did watch. And at first oh, no. I thought, I thought, oh yeah. man, they really cut the cut, left all this stuff on the cutting room floor. And then I saw the English one was the same exact thing. But yeah, you're also talking the about Japanese the, one. Was it dubbed or just subtitled? No, it's just it's just um, straight up on YouTube. The guy, you know, the guy that does uh, Game Center CX, his partner, his comedy partner. Oh right, okay. He played through an hour, two hours, or something of that. It's just a straight up game. There's no BS at all. It's just him playing. And you can the, uh, this stuff. is a new build, like. Recently. I don't know. I can't. I don't remember what build it was. I watched it like two weeks ago, though. So okay, oh, like they, it's old then. <laughs> they put something like this up back in maybe September, and I think that was like the E3 build. Yeah, probably would have been. Yeah, I, this is the, what yeah. the 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 build trend and stuff is like brand new. It's oh, like okay. New bosses, new areas that we've never have seen before. But still, I mean, that the benefit of watching something like that. I mean, if you depending on what kind of access you have and stuff. I mean, yeah, watching this guy do this and getting some kind of maybe hopefully interesting commentary from it and stuff but you know hey game center cx stuff is usually pretty funny and cool so yeah i i'd, I'd be down for something like that i'm stealing this bit from another podcast but um the the built in one was edited like you know those let's play videos that i cut up to emphasize the jokes mm -hmm. um you know like uh they remove all the kind of the boring bits or when they're just wandering around or dying or whatever and they just cut to all the funny parts it was like that except there were no funny parts <laughs> nice it was just like cut 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 uh just silence 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 dead air dead air <laughs> end it was like okay <laughs> that was four minutes of zelda it, that sounds about accurate <laughs> looking at what happened uh, um, oh also uh oh, i forgot we've got three zelda news back to back here so yeah zelda where the wild things are was voted most anticipated at the game awards oh, okay I think that was one of the few <laughs> the few awards that Nintendo won at the show. So Pokemon Go also won best mobile handheld game, and it beat Monster Hunter Generations, Danny, and Fire Emblem Fates. Hmm, wonder how best, many money hats they got for that. Best family game was uh, Lego Star Wars and uh, Skylanders. Yeah, but I mean, of course, this, the Game Awards they don't take anything that's not released in the West into consideration. So come on. And best independent game went to Inside, uh, which just uh, beat Stardew Valley, which I think we have news in later. Street Fighter V beat Pokken Tournament. Ty, you happy with that? No. Well, they're both trash. They're both trash, but Street Fighter V is more trash. Uh, no, probably not. I don't know. <laughs> Okay, I think I just broke Ty's brain. It, it's, it's like Game Awards, literally, who cares? Uh, <laughs> yeah, 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 obviously, yeah. That goes without saying, but <laughs> I was just asking for your personal opinion, those two. Eh. Okay, good. <laughs> yeah. And actually, Ty, this next yeah. part you might know a little bit about. Would you mind? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. New news about Shovel Knight? Yeah, Shovel Knight. Shovel Knight. Shovel me, baby. <laughs> I'm ready. Yes. All right. Yeah, let's talk about Spectre of Tor uh, Torment, the new Shovel Knight. Uh, did, did they say this is going to be DLC, or is it a new thing? Uh, it says it's from the ground up as like a standalone yeah. prequel. Prequel. 
yeah, it's it's a prequel because in the story you're uh, it's Spectre Knight, right? That's his name. Yep. Or, uh, yes. Yep. Right. The, the the one with the scythe, the really cool one in the graveyard stage. It looks all new. It looks crazy good. Yeah. So the the story is you're you're gathering up the bad guys to be minions for the <laughs> the sorceress. The if that's what she goes by, I forget. And yeah. Uh, yeah. And you fight, yeah. I noticed you fight a lot of the 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 same bosses, but entirely new situations. Hmm. Yeah, like, I was it, I was it, looking at it. Like, what was the one before this one? Uh, it was yeah, Plague yeah. When I, when I saw the trailer for that one, I was like, well, I've kind of done that level, but it looks slightly different. And oh, he's, he he controls differently. I guess that's cool. But yeah. With this one, it was like, holy shit, that's new. I haven't seen that. I haven't seen yeah, that. New, like, new, wow. New. Yeah, like I, I noticed here, like fighting the, the like the same bosses, but in entirely new areas, mm-hmm. like not like a big open room. So yeah. who knows what kind of crazy stuff they'll do? Mm-hmm. So that's worth worth looking at the trailer again. Like look at look at the levels, look at the boss rooms. Do we know if we're gonna have to pay for this? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> All we've seen, I think, for so far is that you know the expansion is gonna launch in the spring, and they. Haven't really said anything about it. <laughs> it seems a bit cheeky to ask this for free. We've got so much for free, and it's like, give me more. Yeah, because yeah, I remember yeah. originally they said, yeah, we're going to support this Shovel Knight a lot. That's all going to be free. And that's like entirely too generous for how good the Shovel Knight content is. I don't understand how they can do this all for free, even now. It's kind of crazy. Right, right. We're practically begging them to charge us money for this. <laughs> Well, let's not go crazy here, you know. Come on. <laughs> yeah, but uh, also notice uh, how mobile uh, Specter Knight is. He does like these uh, air dashes and dives in different directions. Right. Yeah, it kind of reminds me of uh, Strider Two. Yeah, I'll play that one. No, um, sir. No, sir. Epic reference, bro. <laughs> <Man>. <laughs> Like I, I'm the only guy on this podcast that plays cool video games. Apparently, apparently, <laughs> cricket. <laughs> what up? So I yeah, have. Shovel Knight, give it to me. All right, moving on here. Um, James W, you want to take this real quick? Yep. So the Stardew Valley game, which is cool, it was fun, a lot of fun for me for a little bit. But anyways, it is moving to the Switch. There is not going to be a version for that for the Wii U <laughs> anymore. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah, if you are you surprised by this, they're not dumb. They don't want to lose money. They <laughs> want to gain money. So if you want to gain money, you put your system on the hot stuff. And that's the switch. Wii U is dead. Oh. Rest in peace. Nah, it's still I still love them though. But. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, Stardew Valley's cool. I don't know how that I mean that, that those kind of games to me are like you have to play them on a PC. I want to use that mouse to click around stuff. Sure. But you know, I'm sure it'll be cool on the switch. Oh, is this a clicky, mousey, clicky game? I thought it was like a controller type game. No, it's, I, I remember it's clicky, right? <laughs> I'm taking that the right I game. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely clicky. Sure. It's definitely Ty- a Sim, you know, Sim City. Let's do it. I'm, I'm Ty, have you played Stardew Valley? It seems like your kind of game. Nope. Getting married to anime girls and stuff like that, right? <laughs> Those are dating sims. This is like dating slash farming game, isn't it? <laughs> Yeah, the, the farming game is a little like, no, that's not my thing. 
You can also get divorced, apparently. Oh, okay. I'm interested. <laughs> you have to awkwardly stand in the corner of a party as your ex-wife comes in. Right. That sounds like a fun game. <laughs> I was in Strider too, too. <laughs> nice. Yeah, so give me the divorce simulator. That. <laughs> yes. So in in similar vein to what uh, J Dubs just talked about, um, another game, Earthlock, is also well the, de the developer wants to put it on Switch. And he wants actually to be a launch game, and he's trying to make that happen. Um, I looked at this actually video. It kind of looks like um, Tales of like a Tales of game, um, kind of anime inspired inspired RPG, very high quality. Um, I think it's it's on everything. It's not like a Nintendo game, but um, <clears throat> yeah, definitely interested in getting it on Switch. Apparently, so you might see a lot of like indie games go over to Switch. And... Wait, was this a free game on Xbox One? I don't know. I think it was. I don't. I'm not, yeah, I'm not sure I played. I played like the first uh, hour or two of this game already. I don't think. Yeah, I think maybe that was a demo hour or something. No, no, I, I, I straight up have this game on Xbox One. I'm pretty sure it was one of the, the free games. Or it could be episodic or something. No, I'm pretty sure I have the whole game. Okay. Please believe me. And I, I believe you. And, uh, you know, I'm not an RPG guy, so I only played, like, the first hour. But it feels like, it feels old school. It feels really yeah. old school JRPG. Also got to wonder about ukulele, right? Um, I mean... Yeah, laugh out loud if that gets cancelled for Wii U. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, would we be angry if they cancelled the Wii U? I mean, I wouldn't. Um, no. But, like, I'm not a backer. So <laughs> if I'm a backer who paid for a Wii U code to, to, to then ask me to convert it to a Switch code, I mean... I don't think I don't people would get that out of hand over that. Well, like, most yeah. games on Kickstarter now, like, what, 50% or something don't even get released? I mean, you gotta expect it. I know. Did, did did anybody Ty? Did you back um, ukulele? Nope. So I guess none of us really. Can. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I I I thought it looked neat. I have never backed anything on Kickstarter ever. Not because I'm against yeah. it. I just I looked at it, but yeah, you know, for me to back a Kickstarter, I'm probably gonna need a a good perk at least. So, you know, th this isn't a donation. This is a this is a transaction here. <laughs> I'm not just going to give you money for no reason. Hmm. I'd, I'd be happy with just like a game code for whatever, re similar to uh, a game price, but maybe slightly less, you know, like $20, $30, and then you yeah. get the game at launch or something. That would be, I'd be fine with that. But I don't think they had that option. Right. Uh, maybe it'd run out by the time I looked at it. But anyway, I'm... Also, I another point is uh, the game is not depending on Kickstarter money. Like the only thing they're actually funding for that is extras. Right. Like it's already funded from outside of Kickstarter. Which is good. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> you get worried about when uh, games are fully Kickstarter funded and then, you know. Yeah, good point. Get canned. Yeah. Or they buy a house with it and never see the game again. Yeah, I should do that. <laughs> yeah, cool. Good call. No, that literally happened. I don't think it was a game, but it was uh, something else, like a more high-profile, like a physical thing. Somebody literally bought a house and ran off with the money. Yeah, it, I think uh, <laughs> the bulk of uh, Kickstarter money actually goes to like uh, like tabletop games. 
Uh, <laughs> right, COD games and stuff. Yeah, yeah. I think I heard that on the the Dave Serlin podcast. Oh, he did an amazing podcast on how to successfully ship Kickstarters. It's like the second to most recent one on Serlin.net. It's the only podcast I listen to besides this one. Okay, so we have two listeners. Yeah. Thanks, mom. <laughs> Thanks, Ty. Word. Cool. Next bit of news here. Anime will be real. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so you, you may have heard rumors a little while back about uh, Nintendo looking at opening up some uh, theme park attractions, and uh, it's happening. For real, dog. You can ride a Nintendo. <laughs> <laughs> right. And, you know, before Iwata had passed, he had mentioned this, and this is something that we've known all for quite a while, but they actually came out with a little bit more details where this isn't just going to be Universal Studios Japan. This is going to be Universal Studios Orlando and Universal Studios Hollywood as well. They didn't really commit to like a, a specific year when this is going to happen. I think right. before they said they hope to get at least the one in Japan done by 2020 or something, but eh, good luck. <laughs> Time's running it's out. It's funny because um, someone on Reddit said that they saw Miyamoto in a USJ surrounded by cameras, and that was like you know quite a while back. And then this video popped up, <laughs> and that's literally what <laughs> what yeah. they must have been filming. Right. So they, they were interviewed a few guys from USJ, uh, not not USJ, but whatever Universal Studios. Right. And in the background, they had kind of like, I guess, a set which they could be using. Right. And they had you know like boxes and coins and like you know, full life-size fire flowers and stuff like that. Um, they're just talking about the concept, I guess. Mm-hmm. So I don't know, it, from the background images, it kind of looks like um, just like a walk-through type thing. Um, yeah. But I hope it's more, you know, physical, it, more action-based than just yeah, looking I mean, at a giant piranha plant. At least uh, from what I remember seeing whenever they first started talking about this, there is a very significant portion of the park that is going to be set aside for Nintendo related stuff. So I don't think it's just one attraction. It's like maybe some kind of a big part of the park. And I've, I've never been to Universal, Universal Studios anywhere. Have any of you guys been in Japan? I've been, or? To, I've been to the Osaka one. I okay. played the Universal Studios game on game. <laughs> nice. Nice. <laughs> Pick up the trash. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I'm aware of that one. <laughs> a part of me died there. Yeah. <laughs> GameCube launch lineup. Ty, I only play cool games, Sugar. <laughs> it was ironic, okay? Sure. Yeah. But, but my, but my image it's of good, this... It's good, by the way. Danny, thank you for asking. Oh, USJ, okay. it's good. It's good. I mean, obviously, I went before... I went, I went even before the Harry Potter stuff was up, which is quite recent, right? Yeah, within the past but, couple of years. I was going to ask about that specifically because... I mean, that's, that's kind of like the hot thing now, I guess i mean I, I was happy with terminate seeing terminator and back to the future and jurassic park that was like <laughs> way cool yeah, it seems like with the like well, the thing when they say land right like nintendo land it's gonna be a whole area of the park but like harry potter is two rides and a lot of stores mm. and that take that people count that as a whole big thing so i mean that might not be all it is it's just a, a lot of yeah. nintendo stores and then <laughs> lining up a video of walking i don't know i mean i don't think we should get too hyped because i think it might just be like two rides and then you can buy stuff and that's it you yeah. know Think of all the uh, the you know omiyage, the souvenirs, like the boxed <laughs> boxed fire flower manju and 
whatever <laughs> Mario coin biscuits slash cookies. <laughs> yes, that's, cookies. that's yeah, that's basically what it's going to be, isn't it? I like, mean, I, don't, I can't see much else. I went to Nintendo Land, got you all the souvenirs. Didn't actually ride anything, but uh, here's a here's a here's a you know fire flower. That's picture me standing next to I don't know Bowser. Boom. I don't know. Maybe they'll have some uh, large scale arcade like games. Like, have you ever have you ever been in the GameWorks where they have a game with the hydraulic lift seats or something crazy like that? Oh, actually, the Terminator ride is like that. Yeah. In in USJ. So they could do something that's like a video game, except with a lot of, you know, moving parts that, you know, project you into some crazy bullshit. Hmm. Yeah. I guess I always think of like a Mario style obstacle course, you know, that's what I Too dangerous. God, (laughs) you think that'd go over well in Japan? I want to hit a coin block with my head. (laughs) That sounds lame. Let's, let's get the hovercrafts and shit. Yes. There's so many Nintendo games with hovercrafts. It'd be great. Right? Oh, F-Zero. Yeah, I was just going to say that. Crap, I forgot F-Zero. <laughs> Yo, that would be hype. But yeah, let's, let's just stop that comedy routine right now. Nintendo doing anything with F-Zero? Let's get out of here. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I just think we should, tw- we should calm our excitement for Nintendo Land. I think it's going to be all hype and not that great. That's my, that's my prediction. That's really a good idea. I need yep. to just temper my expectations here. Well, uh, I just want to photo booths and souvenirs and not much of a, in the shape of actual good rides. Oh, in, Japan, in Japan, at least. I mean, the one in Orlando and Hollywood could be amazing. They could have like, because they can expand. I mean, there's no physical space to expand. I mean, it's right in the middle of Osaka. Yeah, it's, that's it's why like, I mean, they, they had to yeah. do away with to the Back to the Future stuff. I think that's one of the things they kicked out for sure. the Nintendo thing. Oh, man. <laughs> that's sad yeah. i mean like the harry potter thing like i mean like james said like it's just like you know a couple of rides and shops because you know that's all they could fit in and you know the, from the pictures and the photos like it looks like there's a massive um what's it called Ho- uh, hogwarts mm-hmm. i mean but when you see it it's actually probably just like you know a miniature model you know <laughs> <laughs> yeah but it's just you know the way they take it the angle that they take it at it looks like a you know huge thing but it's not but the same deal. Well, I guess before we get too depressed, I'll end the news <laughs> on a bit of a high note. Um, just today... Did it, did uh, it, did it, did it. Well, I don't know. This might be sad depending on your... Uh, uh, whatever. Uh, so, Sayonara Hakuboy. <laughs> otherwise known sayonara as Hakuboy. Box Boy. Or, yeah, Sayonara Suckers. Uh, going to be coming out on the 3DS. <laughs> it's coming out on February 2nd here in Japan. And it's going to be, you know, download for 680 yen. There's also going to be a retail version coming, and it's going to be not only the newest game, you know, Sayonara Hako Boy, it's going to be the other two games as well in one package with a Box Boy Amiibo. So that's kind of neat. And not only that, you also get a soundtrack for the series as well, and that comes out, like I said, same date, February 2nd. It's about 3,500 yen. On a CD? Uh, the, the sound, the soundtrack, probably yeah. It's Japan. And I was vinyl. hoping for I was hoping for mini disc, but you know you can get yeah. what you can get. <laughs> Floppy disc. Um, <laughs> yes. Yeah, I looked at the video of this new uh, Sayonara box, box boy. Uh, it looks pretty cool. I mean, they. I mean, I talked about both games, you know, the game and and the sequel on this show, and I wasn't. 
I mean, I really liked Hackaby, and then when I got the sequel, I was a bit kind of like underwhelmed because it felt like a an expansion pack right. more than an actual new game. I mean, there were I don't don't remember there being any new, like completely new features of the sequel. But this one, like, I mean, I pressed the play button on the trailer with trepidation. I was like, okay, here we go, more of the same shit. And then immediately there was like a block with a rocket under it. And he's like yeah. standing on it and getting blasted up the top. And I'm like, holy shit. And there's color and other characters on the screen at the same time as you. Mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, this is what the sequel should have been. Yeah. And that, <laughs> so like yeah. you, you're guiding like little hacko boys or little, I don't know, hacko babies. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> on like the higher levels and while you're at the lower level. So you're like making boxes and then carrying him across. I mean, I kind of guess you did that with the enemy characters in, in the first two games. Do you remember that? Where you had to carry those little enemy it's, characters it's into like small. a, yeah, like we had to carry them into like a, like a, like a portal kind of thing. But um, it's kind of like that. But then when they touch like a, you know, uh, the gold and they unlock something, they unlock a door mm-hmm. for you to go through, things like that. Okay. But the rocket thing looks cool. And, um, and also somebody just tweeted out like a gif of like Kirby. This is yeah. the, the, this is how, isn't it? Yes. No. Yeah, it is how, yes. right? I saw like a square Kirby. Yeah, that was on, that's on their promotional <laughs> website. You can see that. Uh, it, who knows? It could be some kind of a costume in the game. Or yeah, something. it's probably just a costume. I mean, <laughs> or just something for the promotional website only. <laughs> I mean, that but too. then I mean, then again, as some of you guys out there know, at TGS they did have like a special like uh, Kirby and QB bag that you could get from for buying like a, a QB. Um, like a little plush doll and stuff. Yeah, I, I bought was, one. Yeah, they're really trying to make Box Boy into like this character. I mean, he is literally a box. Let's not get too excited here. And then now Confirmed they're doing an amiibo. Smash. <laughs> <laughs> and now they got an amiibo, which is you know, I mean, I think I've got like a plastic white box somewhere in my house that I, you know, have something stored inside that basically looks like that. I mean, if what I just get like a. Drop, what do you get if you drop that in Zelda? <laughs> like if yeah. i just like took a black marker pen and added eyes to this plastic box that i have in my house that's a hacko by amiibo i mean go. let's not go too crazy here well i mean you get all three games and the soundtrack and the amiibo for 3400 yen yeah that's not too bad i guess but that's because the amiibo is literally just a plastic box right and i mean for me actually i pre-ordered this as soon as i read the news <laughs> Of course you, you know did. Me. You know me. Well, I don't own the second game, and obviously I don't own the third game. And I was like, hey, that Amiibo looks okay. I need another CD that I can just throw somewhere in my house. Great. Sure, why not? Put it on the shelf. Looks cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> looks good hey, on the shelf. I, I, I love it. I love it. <laughs> Lose up. <laughs> yes. Nice so. box boy and Ness Mini on the shelf there. Yeah, it's it's great, isn't it? You see that? <laughs> All right, don't um, touch it. It just looks cool. Yeah, you don't touch it. I can only dust it with my makeup brush. So, okay. Yeah. Anyways, that was a lot so, of news, Dan. That is a lot of news. So we're gonna go ahead and take another quick break, and Ty is gonna hit us up with some fake or real. So, oh anyway. yeah. Fake or real? Is it fake or real? Does this game exist? Or did Ty make it up? All right, and we're here for, some, here for some fake or real. Ty, how about you give us a lowdown of the rules for, well, 
partially for James W. here and also for the fans out there, just in case they... Okay. I forgot the rules again. Uh-oh. So, Fake or Real, this is a game where I describe to you a bizarre Japanese video game. And you have to guess if it's a, a real actual game or if it's some bullshit that I made up. There it is. And I think I got it. Yeah, it's pretty simple. <laughs> Strider 2, Fake. Right. <laughs> I made it up. <laughs> so, uh, no Googling. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> That's against the spirit of the game, even though I have no way to enforce that. <laughs> right. I'll just add um, the uh, scoring sheet here. Right. So uh, sometimes the, the theme will change from month to month, or, you know, whenever I feel like doing this, or <laughs> whenever James makes me do this. Whatever. <laughs> so there's a theme, and this time it's sports games. Oh, I boy. thought since I was playing, you know, cricket, which is pretty <laughs> much a, a made-up bullshit game, <laughs> I would just roll with that and find some bizarre Japanese sports games and, you know, make up a few of my own. Uh, here's a good one to start. Danny, there are only 24 cricket games ever made in the world. True. Uh, fake or real? Wait, video games or...? Yeah. 24 uh, cricket video games. I'm going to say... Real? Yeah. <laughs> what? The Wikipedia page is like, <laughs> oh. I was like, holy shit, there's literally only 24 games across every console and every computer game ever. Wow, even like mobile? Uh, yeah. Okay. Right. Well, I don't think there are any. Probably. I don't know. Probably there okay. is. Who cares? Okay. <laughs> All right, so here we go. Uh, this time I have five, and God help you if you tie because I don't have any backup ones. Oh. <laughs> All right. And this time you're going to get a title and a brief description. Okay. Going all out. All right. <laughs> Literally seconds of preparation have gone into this. Yes. <laughs> yes. And of course, uh, there's no patterns involved. Don't try to find them. I use a random number generator to determine how many are fake, how many are real, and which order they go in. Are you going to be using pattern A or pattern B today, Ty? You know. <laughs> In our prearranged uh, <laughs> meeting that we had before the show. Right, right. <laughs> Did you ever see the <laughs> the guy uh, hack that game show with the whammies? Oh, yeah, that was awesome. Yeah, that's me. <laughs> <laughs> okay, first game. First game is called Diabolical Pitch. And in this game, you, you fight you know, demons and monsters with baseball because with baseballs, because you're a baseball pitcher. <laughs> right, uh, right. It's like the doom mod. We've always wanted. <laughs> right. Diabolical pitch. This is a Japanese game. Yeah. These are all Japanese games. Mm-hmm. Diabolical um, pitch. I'm going to say, like, okay. Um, well, pitch, do they say pitch? Like the pitch as in like a baseball pitch. Or am I not allowed to ask you questions? I forget the rules. Uh, I don't even know, dude. Okay. <laughs> da- Danny, can I, uh, pitching, pitchy? Is that like a Japanese, like a loan word? They'll say like katakana pitchingu, I think. But pitchingu? Pitchingu or pitchy? No, not like, well, I don't, hmm. Yeah, I have a question. Are we getting the translated name or are you kind of like just kind of taking a guess at it? Like kind of 
what it would be in English or what? I'll tell you if it's uh, Japanese or not. If it's okay. translated, I'll tell you. Okay, okay. So this is straight up in English, diabolic, diabolical pitch? Yes. I, Di I not diabolical that. pitching or pitch? I, I believe if I didn't make it up, that's probably the name in all regions, except, <laughs> I, I don't know, maybe Australia is uh, diabolical mm. bowler. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'll say real question mark. <laughs> real? I like the commitment there. <laughs> I'll say I'll say not real. I think you wanted to say that doom joke. I'll say false. <laughs> <laughs> wow. He, he catches right. on quick. <laughs> right for the jugular. Jeez. He's kidding. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So Danny and J Dub, you you guys said fake? Yes. And good old James said it's real. <laughs> uh can I change my mind? <laughs> yes. No. Maybe. Okay. I'll I'll stick with it. Okay. I'll okay. Well, guess what? That's real. Oh. <laughs> it's real as fuck. Grasshopper <laughs> made that game for Xbox Connect. Oh boy. <laughs> Connect counts. Yeah. If it's a Japanese game. Oh, it's a video game. Uh, yeah. It doesn't have to be Nintendo, right? <clears throat> right. Okay. That's the first practice question's over. Let's get to the real one. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> So, so James has one on the board. Y'all suck. Suda fifty one. If he's not making, uh, what is it called? No My Heroes is making this. Right. And No Man's Sky. <laughs> what? No. All right. Next. Stupid. Are you ready for the next game? Absolutely. Are you yes. sure? No. Okay. All right. The next game is. Full Metal Volleyball. It's it's a volleyball game, except you play with mechs and you shoot missiles. At it. <laughs> you, you, you know, you let off with, let's say you let off with full there, and then I looked at the agenda, and your, your awesome uh, arcade stick with the full house. <laughs> right. That's amazing. Is that, that's real, by the way. Yeah, the fight stick is real. For the listeners, that's real. The five. I'll stick. put that up on my Twitter. Yeah, and you can see it on your screen now too with the enhanced version. All right. But anyways, what can you full, say the name of that title full again? Metal. Yeah, Full Metal Volleyball. Okay. No relation to Full Metal Alchemist. Got it. Or jacket. <laughs> right. Probably not. <laughs> or man. Yes. I'll say false on this one. What are those mech? Oh man, what are those mech mech? Is it like a mech? Mech Warrior type games with Full Metal in the title, or is that something else? What is Full Metal Al Full Metal Alchemist, by the way? I've never actually seen that. It's it's an anime with magic. Ah, uh, <laughs> okay. It's nothing to do with robots. No, uh, there's a robot involved. But he's a, he's a small character. Yeah. Okay. Um, wow. Oh, okay. You know your animes. <laughs> no, he's actually a huge character. <laughs> full Metal Volleyball. Uh, mm. I'm, I'm just gonna go ahead and say, James, no searching. Come on. I'm I'm not searching. Fuck you. <laughs> F U L L. I'm trying to think of all the Japanese mech games that have ever come out. Well, I'm just trying to think. Does it? Oh, man, I'm gonna say uh, fake. Oh, J Dubs, did you say fake? I say fake. Yeah. I'm just gonna go ahead and say real. Boom. I'm reversing okay. the curse. Okay, James is James is say fake. Danny's say real. Yes. <laughs> all right. Let, let me double check here. J-Dub said fake. James said fake. Danny yes. said real. Yes. 
think okay. that's what I just said. <laughs> you, you sure? Mm, okay. No, but I'm never okay. sure in this game. Okay, okay. All right, well, this game is fake. I made it up. Damn uh, I was inspired by, oh, God, what's the name of that Xbox game where you're the president and you pilot the mech? Oh, Final yeah. Fight? Metal Wolf <laughs> Chaos. <laughs> Danny, you played that. Wasn't no. that, like, part that's, of the... That's Liberation like, Maiden on 3D and a different game. Oh, Liberation right. Maiden. Okay, that's different. Wow, almost the same, same plot and stuff. But that's Okay. What, that's not what Ty was talking about? No. But <laughs> that's only on 3DS, man. Mech volleyball game sounds pretty fun, though. Yeah. It does, actually. Yeah, if you shoot missiles. Hire me now, <laughs> Japanese game companies. I can turn this business around. Yes. <laughs> It's like that. Uh, there's an uh, what's that Amiga game? It's like a uh, like a you throw balls and it's like a American football mixed with basketball, but it's in the future, and you throw a metal ball and into a goal. Bill Lambier's Combat Basketball. Windjammers. Cyberball. Baseball 2000. That's what I was going to say. Baseball 2000. There we go. <laughs> Faceball. T- <laughs> no, I don't know what it's called. I can't remember. All right. Uh, let's move on to our third game. Pretty simple title. This is Neo Girls Golf. And, uh, you know, what, what Baker Reel would be complete without, like, uh, an anime girl exploding clothes game. That's probably for the PSP. Neo Girls, what now? Golf. We're playing golf golf now. Okay, I'll say real. I'll go first. Yeah, it's, it, it sounds, sounds real. Yeah, it does sound kind of real. I'm going to say real as well. Can I get the country of origin? Uh, Japan. Japan. <laughs> all these are, all these are... <laughs> oh. oh, God. It's like Cyrus the all over again. The spelling bee joke. Can you, choose, you can please use that in a sentence? <laughs> <laughs> I'll say real, too. It, it, it sounds too... It kind, of, it kind of sounds too real, so real. <laughs> Way too real. No, it's fake. I made it up. <laughs> oh, <laughs> man. Man, I got you guys good. You did. <laughs> Man, I'm doing terrible as usual. Man, I, I don't know. I, I thought that was a stretch to, you know, make a golf game with exploding clothes. Well, you didn't say, I mean, to the extent of the, the clothes explosion. So I was like, eh, I, th- I thought that was like the bullet point feature there. Well, well okay. Yeah. It's, a, it's a requirement for Vita. Right? It's actually, uh, yeah, part of Sony's uh, contract. <laughs> Has to have a needed oh, Mom, don't come in. All right. Uh, so we got two more questions. Uh, if I could recap, Danny has zero points, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. James right. got two points, and <laughs> J-Dub has one point. Yep. All right. We got two more games. Oh, right. God, two more. Is, is this night ever going to end? <laughs> it's already midnight in Japan here. Okay. The question number four. Before that, kill me. The name of this game is Japan World Cup, right? Not a very interesting title, but it's it's a horse racing game, but it doesn't have many horses in it. It has Yetis and toy horses and giraffes and all sorts of crazy shit, and a horse that dances sideways. Is this like the oh man? What was that? Thing. Do you ever? See, do you guys ever see that like horse racing? It was like a YouTube video where 
like all these weird shit would like race down a racehorse track. It would start off with horses, but then it would be like dragons oh, yeah. and, fly, and like just like random it, shit. Yeah, nature race or something. They see like you make not make bets, but like everyone kind of chooses yeah. who thinks gonna win. That's that's immediately what I thought of when he said, when he said that. But Japan World Cup just sounds too lame. I'd say uh, fake too. Well, not too, but I'd say fake. Not Nintendo World Cup because that's definitely real. Because <laughs> uh, Japan World Cup, do they call horse racing cups the World Cup? I don't know. Video games, well, video games are American sports. It's the World Championship. So let me ask my friend who's an expert on horse racing. <laughs> <laughs> I think it could be one of those things that I just described where weird shit runs down a track. So I'm going to say real. I was going to say real as well. Yeah. All right. And JW, you said fake? Yes. All right. Uh-oh. Okay. Are you ready? Are you Here ready for this? That's real. It's exactly what you described. Woohoo! God. Wow. I, I laughed so hard when I looked at <laughs> YouTube. Holy shit. Once again... The, the name is Japan World Cup, and I believe there's actually three of these now. Wow. <laughs> so like, I, I recommend look, just go on YouTube you... right now and look up Japan World Cup 3 and just click play. But, how do you, but all I'm getting is pictures of the actual World Cup. Uh, <laughs> just add game. Uh... Japan World Cup game, or Japan World Cup 3 game. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. This is exactly what I just described. Yeah, what? you you knew what I was talking about. What's the platform? PC or? Yeah, I believe it's PC. Okay. There's, the, there's a guy. There's a there's a horse running down like a humanoid style running down. <laughs> a giant like horse made of wood. <laughs> like a Trojan horse. Yeah, Trojan horse. Right. Oh my god. Yep. Yeah, I've seen this. Has been on actual Japanese TV as well. I think. Yeah. Danny, Danny, you said real, right? Did you say real? Yeah, I said real. You said right. Yeah, you go on. But, yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah, that is <laughs> mental. And the commentary as well is great. <laughs> yeah. It, like, I, I laughed like for a minute straight when I looked up uh, the World Cup 3 in particular. They all look the same, really. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. It could easily be like an arcade game where you place bets. Yeah, easily. It should be. Easily. That would actually make me want to play one of those horse betting simulators. Right? If it looked like, it looked like that. It's, it's much more engaging when the, the Getty comes out. <laughs> Absolutely. All right, so uh, we got one more game, although James has already won this for free. Uh-oh. Yeah. Well... So James play. W, we're playing to see who's the biggest loser here. <laughs> right. It's usually me, so chances are good for you. Okay. All right. Now this this game, it's uh oh, this is one of the the, the dual language titles I was talking about. Like oh. it's it's Underworld Olympic or Makai Olympiku. Okay. It's uh you know, it's a Olympic Games, like kind of a summer game theme, except, <clears throat> you know, spooky demons and monsters. And, you know, those weird little monsters that look like lampshades, <laughs> etc. Shin Megami Tensei? Yeah, there you go. Uh, okay, I'll just say real, and I'll just get out you two, you two guys' way. 
Mm. Uh, I'll mm, mm. I'll just go ahead and say fake. I mm. yeah. I guess I'll go real to make it interesting. Okay. Okay. There you go. Okay. Well, are you ready? This not exactly a high tension sets the game. The game's a foregone conclusion. But yeah, I made it up. Uh, okay. I said real, so I lost that last one. Yeah, that's right. Danny, you said fake? Yeah, I just won the game. There you go. Good job. Thanks. All right. And so uh, if I correctly... Uh, I wrote it in the, in the, the agenda tie as well. Oh, okay. I, I'm just working on my own notepad here, but... Uh, so James has three, Danny has two, J-Dub has one. Yep, pretty much. I'd like to bet it all in the final round. The full house is real. <laughs> <laughs> is full house supposed to be a comedy, by the way? I can never work that out. It's a family comedy, I'd say. Yeah, it's, it's you know, like, uh, just a kind of innocuous sitcom. Situational comedy. Yeah. It's one of those shows where it's like a comedy vacuum for me. It actually, like, sucks humor out of me. Same. Like I, it's like I just don't understand why is there it's, people laughing. You've never seen Joey Gladstone, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Goodness. All right. Cut it out. Exactly. It's hilarious. Right. Yes. So. Yeah. So I hope you enjoyed Faker Real. I did. I, know I did. I know I'm going to take my, my, all my winnings and just bet it all on fake horses. さあ、最終コーナー戦闘以前直線番長内側立ちっぱなしの銀シャリボーイそしてスーパーペラモン空島井の無知と無知我慢の忍者大外から馬トロヤンホースの上上井さん今が減るしは亀大佐さあ残り
I guess. Uh, we uh, he's still on the <laughs> still on the show cover. Um, <laughs> we're, we're thinking about maybe changing the cover, updating the cover, um, which may or may not happen on or before episode one hundred. We don't know. Yeah. Maybe before, maybe after. Who knows? Just be like AKB and say he graduated. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. Yeah, we still we still love and appreciate Minoru. The spirit of him still hangs around. Yes. Um, next one is from Haruhi Suzumiya, which um, when I ever see like you know white guy with a Japanese name on uh, YouTube, I just think of that Onion article. Do <laughs> uh, you know what I'm? Ty probably knows what I'm talking about. Where it's like forty five percent of all Japanese speakers are now white American males. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> Uh, so he says, I, I support the anime girl, which is <laughs> reference to, <laughs> to Ty's appearance in the last episode. And That's right. If, in case you haven't seen it, I would recommend, uh, or not recommend, <laughs> going back and watching episode uh, 92 on Twitter and seeing what form Ty takes on the YouTube, on the YouTube video. Yes. It will disturb you for life. Um, next, we're moving on to Twitter now. This is from Atch at, at Rich70. Um, he, Rich. Yeah, yeah, Rich. He's a frequent uh, Twitterer. Mm-hmm. And he tweeted as a picture of a credit card application <laughs> form in, in, from the States. And he says, Is this what it's like getting a credit card in Japan? What year is this? Who's the president? <laughs> no, he did not. I added that bit. Actually, no, that's not a funny joke anymore, is it? I like it. <laughs> no, no, no. Who's the president? It's not really. Oh, oh, that. Oh, funny to think about that now, anyway. Uh, so, yeah, what we're talking about. Yeah, getting a credit card in Japan is, uh, yeah, it's a major pain in the ass. It's and, absolutely uh, not like the picture you sent. No, there's a lot more faxes involved. <laughs> yeah, a lot right. more Japanese involved, too. They'll often, often ask you to write the application form, like, all in kanji. And, uh, I mean... There was one time where I, I, I applied and failed to get a credit card a long time ago. And I was like sat next to my, you know, fiance at the time. Uh, <laughs> and they, I was like, can I just ask her to write the address in Kanji? And they were like, nope, you have to do it by yourself. So I had to just like paint, like, this is like, you know, hadn't been in Japan that long. Didn't know, couldn't write a single thing in Japanese. Not very much anyway. I had to just painstakingly write it out in Kanji. Next week, got a rejection letter. Just yeah. said shit kanji. <laughs> it didn't say that, but that's probably why. I yeah, know. I kind of want to say this is a, a thing where they take one look at you, see you're a foreigner, and say no. I mean, <laughs> except I, there's, there's like one that apparently all the, the foreigners are hopping on. Yeah. I can't remember it. Because, you know, you don't really use your credit card in stores. In I, got a, I, got a, I got a pro tip actually for this. Um, how I got it. mine. So. If you start an account, <clears throat> if you open an account and get a credit card at the same time, you've got a lot, a lot higher chance of getting it. Um, so basically, just go to a bank that you've never been to before, see what they've got on offer. Maybe get one of those like fancy Suica uh, installed credit cards. So you know, it's like a I've got this thing auto charging Suica. So it's like you know, I never run out right. of uh, train credit. But and you can use it for you can use it on the 3ds, for example. You can pay for stuff in 3DS or Wii U if you have a Japanese console. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, um, basically open an account and uh, yeah, do that all at the same time, and you'll have a lot higher chance of getting it. So I had a 
bit of a different experience with it. I mean, I applied for a credit card here probably about four years ago. It was just me. I wasn't married or even had a girlfriend at the time, but it, it, <laughs> all it, right. It, it's, yeah. It's going to be a sad story. Get yeah. I'm not finished. No, <laughs> um, <laughs> no, but it, it, the, the most asinine thing I found, cause I was doing it all online through Rakuten, a popular site oh, in Japan. Okay. And that, that's a relatively easy one to get a credit card here, but I'll, I'll talk about a few different things that are even easier now. But I mean, yeah, I mean, the biggest pain in the ass with that, though, is like the half width in, or the full width characters for numbers and, uh, you know, um, katakana and stuff. It, it's just stupid. But I eventually got everything filled out correctly and I got a credit card. But um, now what a lot of the phone carriers are doing here are offering some kind of credit card to their customers like they're two of the pretty big companies like AU, KDDI, AU, and then SoftBank, you can get like a Visa card from them. And there's several ways that you can refill it. You can hook it up to your bank, assuming you're probably in whatever network they want you to be. Um, they said that you can fill it up, like I, I guess maybe at some kind of a shop, but then I haven't really found anything to confirm or really deny that. Or you can take out basically some kind of line of credit that's not even through the phone company. It's through some third party and do it that way. But And even as well, like Line, like the messaging company, you can get a credit card from them now. And this is all like just recent stuff. Within the past year, there's all these different options coming up here. So if, you, if you're coming to Japan and you're wanting to use a credit card, there's some options. Debit cards, kind of coming along, but still not quite there. <laughs> I, I would say people just coming to Japan, I wouldn't apply for a Japanese credit card. I don't think you're going to get it. Yeah, probably, yeah, definitely. have to be here for a few years and at least get a regular bank account first. Yeah, but like I said, even, this line... Even this, that is hard enough. <laughs> yeah, this this one from line, I mean, there's really no verification, even through the SoftBank stuff. There's no verification. <laughs> They're just like, yeah, you're a SoftBank customer. Here you go. Who cares? <laughs> so. Who cares? Okay. Well, nice. uh, J-Dubs, you run a podcast which is all about kind of giving advice and info for people coming to Japan. Do you... Have you already covered this topic? I always say this is I, against the flow of the information given here, which is all good. I say it's better not to even try and don't have one because it forces you to do that thing where you have to pay for it at the whatever you want to buy. Because you know, basically, the things you want to buy day to day, you don't have to need a credit card for. Hmm. Uh, the things you big things you want to buy are not big things. Let's say you want to buy a game on Amazon, Japanese Amazon, right? Mm-hmm. You can use a credit card or you can do the thing where you print out the sheet and take it to the convenience store and then pay uh, for it. Then you don't get surprised by, oh, crap, I spent this much money on my credit card like some people do. It makes you pay for it right then with money. Yeah, it's a little bit less convenient, but I think it makes people save money a little bit better than if they, oh, your credit card, just buy, 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 you know? Right. Little right. bit slash incredibly inconvenient. Right. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I, Printing out on paper. Wow. So I have noticed that some like game stuff and stuff that I've, purchase like on Amazon recently they don't they're not allowing like the, the convenience store purchase for some of those things which is okay. kind of annoying but then I opt for the cash on delivery and you get a fee on top of that which is fun but yeah I have actually just been using my American credit card on like uh, Japanese Amazon yeah. and I've been, I think I've been able to pay my phone bill online <laughs> with my uh, American credit card it's something you should be sure of yeah well, <laughs> that was like a one time yeah. I, I now I just have it like auto debit from my bank account. You can actually add a Japanese credit card to a European uh, eShop account, which is pretty cool. Wow! So I don't have to use money which I don't have in England anymore. 
<laughs> I can actually use the money I do have in Japan. You got to gain those exchange rates when you can. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Half price at the moment, everything. <laughs> yeah. I actually just bought a kind of a full retail game on the eShop, which I'll probably get around to talking about either next episode or next, next year. <laughs> probably next year, to be honest. Cool. Um, okay. So, yeah. Convoluted is the answer in brief. Yeah. Um, so next up, we've got one from Johnny Metz. Um, nice to know that. Johnny Metz is a Framecast listener. You're listening, Johnny? Hello. Thank you for listening. Please understand. Uh, he said, Ari, latest Famicast. Have you seen that movie, The Congress, in which a techno cult makes themselves animated? <laughs> Good stuff. Uh, somebody <laughs> replied to this. Who replied to this? Was it you, Danny? Ty? What wasn't me. Uh, I didn't uh, reply. Yeah, what, I wish I saw this. What is I, this? Maybe I didn't. I forgot about it. What is this movie, The Congress? Anyone seen that? Uh, I watched the trailer. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Makes themselves animated, like yeah. Robin Wright becomes an anime. Okay, so there you go. <laughs> anime is real. Right. <laughs> okay. Except it's not anime. It looks like old timey Western animation. Ah, hmm. uh, okay. So the answer is no. We haven't seen it. But Ty's seen the trailer. Yeah. Is it, does knowledge. he mean anime like drawn, or I mean he could also mean like they make themselves move, right? Like he becomes animated, right? <laughs> <laughs> From yes. Like I've seen. I mean, I've seen many the Congress movies. I'm just trying to make sure which one it is. Wait, wait, wait. This is a. I'm series? just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I would say, yeah, James. Like, uh, you know, the use of the word animated, yeah, different meanings. It's like, okay, like in Zelda, you know, Spectacle Rock. In James Charlton, I think before yeah. you brought this up in a quiz that we had on the Famicast, my yeah, image yeah. of Spectacle was not like glasses. It was like this is a spectacle to see. This is amazing or weird but and you're like yeah it's like a pair of glasses and i was like oh okay whoa whoa, whoa mind blown right mind. now i didn't even thought about that <laughs> yeah okay okay so i'm not the only one okay thank god and danny turtle rock is shaped like a turtle oh my god exactly just blowing minds um okay let's move on uh next uh got one from cheese master 3k who was uh Featured on the last, uh, no, no, not the last telethon. Sorry, <laughs> last year's telethon, not this year's. Right. Telethon. There it is. Um, yeah, he said it's been a pretty slow year for video games. I don't know how I'm going to put together my game of game of the year list. Could be very short. And uh, yeah, Famicast's uh, suggestion was uh, we just check our activity logs and we do it by most played, which we're going to have to start doing soon, dude. Actually, aren't we? Because uh, yeah. next episode is going to be game of the year type thing, right? Yeah. Yeah, maybe sure. maybe one after because uh, there's there's like two or three January or I mean December releases I'm gonna buy. Yeah, we don't care about that. <laughs> Let, let's um okay, let's say to the listeners as well. Maybe check your activity logs. Um, see what it was the most played. I mean, Ty, you're not gonna put in like a thousand hours in the next two weeks, are you? Well, well actually, please. shit, you might do. Yeah, you you know me. I... <laughs> When I say I barely touched a game, it means I played it for 40 hours. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, listeners, go ahead. Check your activity logs and uh, let us know. And uh, we'll read them out in the next uh, next show. And we can add it on to our personal game of the years and stuff like that. Um, next up is from Perry Burkham. Uh, he said he loved the music quiz. Thanks very much. Uh, he had no clue about any of the songs, but he didn't guess any of them. 
And yeah, I replied, uh, uh, he should follow at Bulba Mike, um, which is the same same on uh, YouTube, because uh, yeah, he made I, all the music. I was surprised when you said that, because I know who that is. Yeah, he, Bulba Mike, uh, yeah, good pal of he, mine. He, really? Is he a friend of yours? Yeah, he's British. We all know each other. Oh, nice. I, like, <laughs> I saw, saw him at Evo. Well, not not in person, but yeah, he's he a good Smash Evo player. Stream. He's yeah. a hell of a hell of a Pac-Man player. Yeah, and he also converted the entire Marvel vs. Capcom three soundtrack to eight bit and put it on his YouTube. Yeah, seriously, he's he's really good. Like, um, I mean, all of the music that you heard in the last episode was all by him. But he also like does these amazing amazing animations. I mean, he's a huge fan of uh, Mega Man, and he like animates all the soundtracks to like you know, he basically like yeah, just hand animates all these uh, amazing eight bit. Uh, sprite animations into his uh, music, uh, so it's not just like listening to music. It's actually worth watching the video as well. Very cool. And next up, we uh, we put out an ask uh, a call for questions for this show, and we got one from Mark Harrison. Uh, he's at Flapping Eagle on Twitter. He asks, <laughs> "Wow, uh, what is the Japanese reaction to Trump?" That's a big one. <laughs> wow. We're gonna do it next show. Uh, <laughs> Good night, everybody. Uh, I would say to just deflect any any really weird conversations with kids that ask me this from where I work. I just start talking about his hair, and they just kind of laugh. So you want to try that now, or no? <laughs> <laughs> Look at his hair. <laughs> there you go. No, it's just I would say like okay, overall, Japanese people were negative on Trump, and they still are negative on Trump. I'm not sure what it would. They're really not sure what's going to be, just like everybody else. You know. Yeah. I guess they kind of looked at him as like a comedy type in a comedy type way at first, but now maybe they start to get a bit worried about how it could affect Japan and stuff like that. So uh, somebody I know told me straight up, he seems like Hitler. <laughs> there you go. So, so yeah, I would say seriously negative. Yep. Um, next up is from Russ Greeno, uh, the trollster himself. Um, he said, if you could play any multiplayer game with Reggie, uh, what would you play? Co-op or versus is accepted. I mean, you're not going to play Smash Brothers with, with him because, you know, after watching him at the uh, Nintendo Championship, <laughs> he's free. he plays like everyone's grandma, like if everyone's grandma was blind and disabled. Well, then I'd definitely play him at Smash. <laughs> <laughs> Like, yeah, I get the idea. Like he, he probably sucks at every game. He sucks at every game. I mean, do you want to play a game where you're just gonna thrash him even more, or would you give him like a fighting chance? Like, what would you do? I mean, I'd I wouldn't probably give him a chance. Mario Galaxy and make him be the second player that picks up the Stardust, <laughs> and then say like, "See, it isn't fun, is it?" Yeah. <laughs> Good point. Um, I would play Mario DDR with him. That would be fun. There you go. He would probably get into it. <laughs> could probably only play Wii Sports or something like that. Um, Pac-Man I would make versus. Him, Pac-Man versus. I would make him play through the whole of uh, Xenoblade, the first one on Wii, and say, <laughs> "See, you should have freaking lo- got this localized immediately, asshole." I mean, I'm European, so you haven't even played it. No, no, you. <laughs> I just wanted to throw that. <laughs> Jesus, I don't know. I wouldn't be able to be in the same room with him without just complaining about what a complete moron and bad businessman he is all the time. But that's just me. <laughs> Seriously, Steve. Reggie, what do you do all day? 
What do you do? You don't do anything. You run a company very badly. That's what you do. Um, so we don't have any more suggestions. I killed that, didn't I? Anyway, uh, <laughs> <laughs> killed that dead. The ashes of your scathing commentary. <laughs> and last one is I got to read this one out um, from our lovely friend Luca Tyrion Three on Twitter. Uh, he said, I got lots of love from my f friends at the Famicast in the latest episode. Thanks, guys. All the love back to you all, which is a great one to end at. Thank you, Luca. Is there a question there? Or? Nope. That's not a question. <laughs> That's just feedback. The answer is bubble bubble. Yes. <laughs> yes. Nice. On that note, I think that's going to do it for the feedback. So we're going to go ahead and take one more quick musical break and close out the show. All right, and we're about to get out of here, but before we do, we're going to go ahead and sound off with our Twitter handles. Again, for the Famicast Twitter, if you want to follow us, you can follow us at the Famicast. If you want to follow me personally, you can follow me at Danny Biv, D-A-N-N-Y-B-I-V. James Charlton, where can we yep. find you? I'm at Family Complicated. You all know that. Right. And Ty, how about you? Uh, I'm... Uh... Super Cat Drugs on Twitter. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> That's, uh, great. That's great having a live reaction from someone who doesn't know it. Right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, lately, there's Boss. a lot of fighting game stuff on my Twitter, like uh, cool glitch videos and uh, artwork. Not of it, my original content. <laughs> so check that out. Right on. Twitter's, not, Twitter's not for original content. Retweeting really people sometimes, I think. Sometimes, I just do a lot of monologues, but that's just me. And uh, James W, do some plugs, man. Like, where can people find you? Yeah, I'm at on Twitter. I'm at Cyrus Sucks online. I'm at <laughs> altinsider.com. My podcast, ALT Insider Podcast, and really on Twitter, I love Cyrus. By the way, I'm really on <laughs> ALT Insider. <laughs> FY, hope to see you there for living in Japan stuff. And I can get into games occasionally. Thanks for having me on today, guys. No, thank you so much for coming. I know it's it's a little bit late here, and I appreciate you hanging in there with us. And, um, yeah, I think that's going to go ahead and do it for the episode. Thank you guys all out there for listening, and thanks everybody on this crew for sticking around. And we'll catch you next time. Peace. Peace. Where do you heard? Peace.